everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. Marina Shafir is What's back, up? as well as Alan Juban and Tyler Bowe. We got a stack show today. I want to thank our sponsors, DraftKings. You're an MMA fanatic and proud of it. You know all the fighters. You watch all the matches. You're listening to an MMA podcast right now, the best one, by the way. It is time for you to put your knowledge to the test at DraftKings.com, the exclusive daily fantasy sports partner of the UFC. At DraftKings, you could win huge cash prizes every time you play. Just select five fighters, stay under the salary cap, outscore your competition, and you could be on your way to a massive payday. Score points for significant strikes, takedowns, advances, knockdowns, and more. These are the biggest daily fantasy MMA contests anywhere and only at DraftKings.com. Play to win your piece of the $1 billion in prizes they're giving out. $1 billion just this year alone. Don't miss out. So, call to action. Hurry to DraftKings.com now, right now, and use promo code ROASTED to play Daily Fantasy MMA for free this weekend during fight night. DraftKings.com is the official Daily Fantasy Sports partner of the USC. So, enter ROASTED to play for free now at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. What is that? That is DraftKings.com. Also, American Icon Autographs, www.aiase.com. They have the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, and everything else in between. Their past signings have included Mike Tyson, Cheech and Chong, Hoist Gracie, Dan Henderson, Hulk Hogan, Burt Reynolds, Ernie Banks, John Wooden, Marcus Allen, and more. This guy, Sean, runs the thing. He is the best. Sponsors our girl, Marina Shafir, right here. He uh, does. So check their website and find out who's signing next. Check out their events, meet the celebrities, and build your man cave or your female cave, your woman cave, right? <laughs> Go to AIASE.com. No, not your woman cave. Yeah, fill your woman cave with me, actually. Fill it with me. So also, has your business been vandalized? Have gang members destroyed all your business storefront? Call the professionals at Remove It Restoration. They remove all types of graffiti. They restore etched windows and get your business back to brand new for a fraction of the cost. Your business image is very important. Do not leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Call the graffiti removal team at Remove It Restoration. That's 1-888-424-9697 or go to removeitrestoration.com. Trust me, this guy, Eric, he runs the show over there. He sponsors fighters as well. Sponsors my girl, uh, Roxanne Modafari. Great people, guys. Keep it in the family. Also, tip a fighter. Tip a fighter, guys. Listen, how many fighters are underpaid? Trust me, I want these guys making more money and females making more money. Well, now is the chance where you can do it. Go to tipafighter.com. It's not charity. It's 100% pay for performance. We reward fighters for their exceptional performers. Majority fighters are not paid enough. Look, you tip a waiter, you tip a waitress, you tip a girl giving you a lap dance, you tip all kinds of people, okay? Well, fighters should be tipped too. Those guys are putting their lives on the line for our entertainment and for them. So, fighters, get on this, okay? The, 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 the time your value is highest is when you wow the fans. For example, Alan Juban did a cartwheel kick. I would have tipped that guy right there. Right there, he would have had my money. So, fighters, go to tipafighter.com uh, and join their company. There's no reason why fighters shouldn't want to get paid more money. And also, people that run fight promotions, listen, it's a great incentive for you to get all your guys on Tip a Fighter. Guess what? Money's not coming out of your pocket. It's coming from the fans. Fans directly to the fighters. Tip a Fighter, follow them at Tip a Fighter. I know uh, a bunch of fighters have already signed up. 
uh, Emmanuel, uh, Emmanuel uh, Newton is, is on there, uh, as well as Anthony Burchek, Bubba Jenkins. There's all kinds of great people in there. And uh, tipafighter.com is the shit. So make sure you follow them. And finally, our new sponsor, Chimera Coffee. That's K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. I am drinking this right now, as is Marina. It is delicious. It is a premium, high-altitude coffee sourced from the Dominican Republic, infused with high-quality nootropics. What are nootropics? They're brain vitamins. Their coffee is sourced from a private single estate established in 1943, back when Alan was born, in uh, Jaraboca, Dominican Republic. The plantation is at an elevation of 5,000 feet. So came probably wouldn't perform that well there. However, at this altitude, coffee beans have a higher content of complex sugars, yielding deeper and more flavorful beans. They blend their coffee with premium nootropics that they were carefully chosen. These are the, these are the, the creme de la creme of, of coffee beans, and they, they create the right mental and physical edge you need to carry on your daily grind. Trust me, guys, it took them two years to develop the Chimera blend, and they carefully taste-tested every single one, and they select the perfect coffee bean to pair with the nootropic brand so they're not to compromise the delicious taste of the artisan coffee. And now their stuff is filled with alpha, GPC, L-theanine, DMAE, and taurine, all organic compounds found naturally in food sources such as soy, eggs, and fish. Right? I know you like fish, right, Marina? Not that you're, anyway, listen, so I'm telling you, use the coupon code MMA Roasted. Their benefits from supplementing with, nootrop- with nootropics are numerous and include enhanced focus, mood, and reaction time, increased natural met- metabolism, fatigue reduction, and cardiovascular support. It also has been found to help counteractive cognitive impairments such as Alzheimer's disease, brain injuries, dementia, and Parkinson's. This is good stuff, guys. Chimera Coffee is for you. Become the legend. So, K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. Use the coupon code MMA Roasted. I'm drinking it right now, and I already feel better about my life. I feel way better. How are you? I'm great. Let's go. What's going on? Marina is back. <laughs> I'm back. She's back. Alan's back. Uh, what's what's it? so? Well, let's let's go to Marina first. I, we have not spoken to you uh, since your fight uh, mm-hmm. in in Vegas. Uh, how how are you doing? How are you I'm feeling? Great. I'm great. You've been um, in New York, right? Yeah. Right after my fight, I was in the gym that next week. Um, I went to New York because uh, I haven't seen my family in over a year and a half. Wow. And it was way overdue, and I went there for two weeks. I went to. I also went to a Ring of Honor pro wrestling show in Washington D.C. while I was on the East Coast, and that was crazy. And um, I also I found out while I was in New York that I have a severely herniated disc in my neck. No way. Yeah. How how bad is that for you? Well, it sucks because like half of my hand I can't feel, and I can't really. <laughs> I'm losing my grip strength on my left side. Yikes. So. I'm kind of dealing with that right now. I just came from therapy, so. How long have you had this thing before? Like, before your fight, you had this? Well, I've been dealing with numbness in my right hand way before my fight. Like, for the last, like, eight months, I've been dealing with numbness in my right hand. But I finally got an MRI, and I guess uh, what happened was I got, like, a janky hole-in-the-wall Asian massage, (laughs) and I fell asleep on my stomach, and then when I woke up, something wasn't right. And did, then, you, did you get a happy ending? Or, or no, like, there no. was no happy That's ending. That's a horrible ending. I walked out of there limping for all the wrong reasons. Let's just put it that way. Just came from the 
Yeah, I think because I fell asleep and I wasn't awake to react to anything or like to, you know, like to stay contracted. So was it it a guy or a girl? It was a guy. Was Bill Cosby the guy? No. Like that's that's horrible. He wasn't. Was it the kind of one where they like walk on your back? Yeah. No, no. no, I just don't think he knew what he was doing. Yeah. So it just sucked because like when I came back to New York, I had to, my aunt owns her own physical therapy business in New York and I had, right, like my vacation just kind of. Well, Stopped. you look great, by the way. You look well. Great. You I've look gained very a little beautiful. bit of weight, but I like it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> your, your bust got a little bigger, but I, I think it's. I, look great. Honestly, I was I was checking you out when you came in. I, as you know, I am an ass man. And, oh, uh, great! That's and, I don't know, and I don't want to know. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Your, your, your butt looks amazing. Okay, she's gonna walk well, out of here backwards welcome now. Welcome back for me. <laughs> no problem. Okay. Now, now uh, we gotta talk about your fight. I was at your fight. Uh, Why do we gotta talk about my fight? We because people gotta want to know about your fight. I don't give a shit what people want to know. All right, so we're not talking. <laughs> No, I don't want to talk about my fight. Okay, so we're not talking about your fight. No, I don't want to talk about it. There goes my seven questions. (laughs) We can talk about something else for seven minutes if you want. You can talk about whatever you want, Marina. You're my girl. Uh, So, Alan, your fight. I was at your fight. And Jesus Christ, that mm. was you. Actually, I thought you were fucking around when you came on the podcast. On the last show, no. you were like, "I want to yeah. do a cartwheel kick in my fight." Did it, and you, you actually nailed did. it. You Babe Ruthed it, man. You yeah, like? Yeah, no, you didn't. You're like, I'm gonna do. I it. mean, if I would have got the knockout, it would have been you a little de- bit better. But I, you know, I landed it, so I was happy with that. But you wobbled him with it. Yeah, I, big and time. It's like obviously, I went for it. Being that I knew there was only about ten seconds left, and that's kind of why I the reason I did a high risk move. But man, if I had a couple more seconds, I probably could have put him away, and then it would have been more of a highlight yeah. finish. So, but I was happy, man. Like you said, we talked about it a couple shows ago, or last time I was on the, a guest on the show, and uh, he thought I was messing with him about. Yeah, I thought you were just fucking around. I thought yeah. he was joking too. I was like, no, it no, really man. is something. You know, I mean, everybody has moves that you land in the gym, but oh, you've yeah. been wanting to land, and you just never really saw the right opportunity to land him in a fight. And this was one of the opportunities. I kind of I told my cornerman uh, my shaking coach Julio I kept telling him to like I would tell him I want to do something amazing I want to do something amazing and during the fight he hollered out you know do something you know he reminded me of it and you know 10 seconds left you know and it was in my mind and it went for it and you did it right for Dana White too yeah now he, yeah, I, I yeah. remember last time you were on the show you said that you didn't even know if Dana White even knew your name uh, <laughs> it's that, true man that he didn't even know you were in the UFC you felt like you were under the radar you now, never know man you never know now when you pull up that cartwheel kick and you see Dana it was right in front of his corner right you see him going crazy are you I have to know are you in the fight thinking that Dana White's going crazy somewhat man um like I, the fight before that, I fought at the Staples Center, which is I don't know somewhere between sixteen and twenty. It's a lot of people. The biggest venue I'd, I'd ever fought in, and I'm still kind of irrelevant. The crowd is kind of irrelevant to me, even though when I'm in, when I'm fighting, I really don't hear the crowd that much. But the San Diego card was a much smaller arena. I want to say five or six thousand. But when I pulled off that cartwheel kick. I could really feel the crowd, feel the energy. And that was the first time I really noticed Dana in the fight. You know, really noticed him standing up, clapping. You know, I was noticing Joe. I think Tyson was sitting, Mike Tyson yeah. was sitting cage side as well. So all those little things I was really aware of this time. And you don't know if it's just, you know, that's kind of part of your gradual um, comfort of, you know, throughout your career, you get more comfortable. You get more comfortable, with the, the, you know, noticing the, the, the crowd awareness and everything. Your blinders maybe start to come off a little more, whatever it was. But, um, I'm pretty sure after that fight, I feel pretty comfortable saying that Dana knows who I am. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, was, yeah. I was there. It was. I was so proud of you. Uh, but you Thank picked you, a tough guy, Matt Dwyer, and he was landing some shots on you. Were you yeah, ever man. hurt? I was never. I was never rocked. Yeah, he caught me off balance early in the first round. But yeah, man, props to him. You know what? I asked for that fight. I called him out. 
um, because it was just he was honestly when we my manager sent me a list of like five guys who needed fights who made sense who were coming off of wins and he was the first guy on the list I looked him up and I said let's do it he had eight knockouts I had eight knockouts and uh, I knew it would be kind of a crowd a crowd pleaser kind of fight but with that said man I really went into that fight thinking that I'm going to put this guy away. I wanted to do something, just like have a dramatic type finish. And it ended up being a, a, a pretty good battle back and forth. And, you know, he got some good shots on me. And uh, I tend to make fights go that way. For some reason, my style kind of leads to like a, a back and forth battle. But he was a really tough guy, tougher than I thought he would be. So um, it worked tall. out good, man. Like I, Super I always, lanky, I, I man. Super I remember tall. when I used to wrestle, like those tall kids were always hard to go against because it's hard to find guys in training. Yeah, that and even when you have them, it's just that it's just that you know that you get you get in a comfort zone in fighting where you 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 do an exchange and then you circle out or whatever and you kind of feel like okay now I'm safe. But when there's a guy with the whatever he had, you know, close to 80-inch reach, he's 6'4", that, ex- that comfort zone becomes a lot further away, and that's where he was landing a lot of shots on me. So, yeah, man, tall, tall guys like that. And, you know, another thing about him, being that tall as a welterweight, he was very bony. And it sounds funny to say this, but, like, everything hurts against those kind of guys, man. Even when I would kick him very hard, my shin against his hip bone, you know, I would feel everything. Even when I was landing strikes, I would feel it. You know what I mean? Hurt it, this fight, right? I, I didn't get injured, but I just I had like bone bruises on my shins, on my elbows, just from landing shots on him, um, because he was just you know very bony and lanky, but you know super tough. What happened to you, Marina? Bone bruises? Yeah. Yes, on the shin. <laughs> on the on shin. The sh- shins, yeah. I was waiting for the setup, and I'm like, okay, sh- how should I answer this no, question? I'm, no, that was not a, b- a b- fucking perverted question. I was really, I'm really asking. Yeah, you. I've had a lot of bone bruises, yeah. especially in judo. Who? And, and they, I mean, it's, it's you might as well have a broken bone because a bone bruise is like <clears> essentially like an eight week healing camp. You can still do some stuff, but you it, can't do anything that's impacting right. where it is. Anything. It's like a long recovery. Walking, running, all that stuff is so. It, it's so Painful. sensitive. I always yeah. get real nervous about your fights, man, because you get hit a lot. I know. And, I, and you always come back. So far, you've come back in every UFC fight. I know. You, you're just, you're resilient. Thank like, you. Yeah, the I, end of the, it's a weird the style. It's it a was one style, man. It's one of these styles. That <laughs> it's exciting, though. <laughs> it's like when I was in, when I was trying on the road to get to the UFC, I knew that I had a, a risky style, and I just wanted to get to the UFC because I knew my style in the UFC would probably would probably flourish, you know, would do well. I have this exciting style. I would probably be, I got a lot of bonuses in the smaller shows, but that's like a $500 check. I knew that once I got to the UFC, I could be getting 50, you know, 50 grand bonuses and stuff. So you got 50 grand for this last one? Yeah, and got, so got what, the what bonus. The money? Yeah, well, I'm still waiting on that. But yeah, you know, <laughs> I'll put I'll put that away, invest it or something. But, you know, it takes a while. It takes a couple of months for you to actually receive that bonus. Now um, you got a fight coming up against Albert Tumenov. Yeah. And this guy... Don't fuck around with this guy, man. He's I'm telling you, 15 man. and 2. He's 23 years old. He's got 10 knockouts. Yeah, he's he he's a hard hitter, man. He's he's a Russian a Russian guy and um he he hits hard, man. I feel like I feel like I can see like uh, Joe Silva kind of like with a g- evil, la- you know, f- like when he's putting this match together, he's like, oh, this is going to be a, you know, this is a great one. And he, he, he told my manager, he's like, you know, he said, I like matching Allen up, Allen up. And he, I could see him matching this fight up like, ooh, Albert's a brawler, Allen 
finds a way to get into a role. You know, it's yeah. funny because like with you, right? Because we, we used to train together, me and Alan. Mm-hmm. And I know, you've told me I think 60 times. I, I, I'm, just, I'm very <laughs> excited remind, about this. He reminds me every time. I'm very, I'm very every excited. time your name is mentioned, he's like, yeah, we used to, tra- you know, we used like, to train together. I used to take together. him down. <laughs> I used to take him down. I'm, I'm, and All I, the time. I, that was six years ago and I'm never ever, and I'm, I'm standing on that. No rematch. <laughs> it's like Rocky won. There's going to be no rematch ever again. But Alan, uh, I, I get nervous because I, I get nervous about you fighting a wrestler because I'm like, a real, real high-level wrestler. Right. I think a guy might just try to take you down and hold you, and that would be that would be rough for you. Because even yeah. though I, I know your wrestling got better, you're fucking black belt now. No brown belt. Brown belt under yeah. Eddie Bravo. I and, and and you're and you're and you're a perfect guy for Eddie Bravo because I see you as like a. That other guy, um, who's that guy? That Tony just, Ferguson. Not Tony Ferguson. The other guy. Oh, oh, um, Killer B. Uh, Killer Ben yeah. Saunders. Ben Saunders. Because you know, Eddie Bravo's, I feel like his guard. That those that, those tall guys. It's great for a guy like you. Yeah. For uh, the uh, the our ins, 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 instructor at Tenth Planet Burbank. What's that guy's name? Uh, Jared Carlson. Jared Carlson. Exactly. Great for you guys. Super lanky, super flexible. You know, speaking of Ben Saunders, he. I mean, he came into UFC back into the UFC just the right time. He always was. Uh, I think he's been a black belt for a little while now he's a a, a pretty lanky even though he's only 6'2 he looks like he's like 6'5 or something because his legs he's got the legs of like a 6'5 guy although he's only 6'2 and he's always had really good flexibility and I remember watching him years ago in Bellator thinking he was was pulling what they were calling like a high guard but it was really rubber guard he just didn't know the techniques to it and I was thinking man if this guy got a hold of Eddie Bravo he would just go nuts and then I don't know how long they've been working together maybe less than a year but he comes in and he just it just it's just natural for him he's got the flexibility he has the super long legs and um he's been killing it I mean he's kind of single-handedly redefining the like the guard in MMA because before the guard too, though I feel like a guy like you would excel in that also because you're- I, I'm good but I think you know some people I, I have to work on my flexibility constantly constantly and I have I, I would say like proportional legs he has super long legs and and probably better than average flexibility. So it, it gets it's to his advantage a little bit more than mine. And um, I've been working hard on my rubber guard for a number of years, but Ben was the kind of guy that just came in and it was just something that was, you know, just snapped for him right Same away. Same thing with Jared Carson. I remember Russ going with him. He's this Eddie Bravo, like for these tall, lengthy guys. And I'm, I'm sure it works Tony Ferguson as well, guys like that. But these tall guys, that fucking crazy guard they have they just trap you and then elbow the fuck out of your head it, it makes you not want to take a guy down yeah when you get trapped in the rubber guard and somebody's just dropping elbows on top of your head um, and you know what was, was interesting about I, I, I just wanted to speak on it for a second the Ben Saunders fight is Typically in MMA, the ruling is if you're on your back, you're losing. And that's just how it's always been scored. And I get it. I've had to kind of uh, get acclimated to those rules because I came up with Eddie Bravo, who teaches you a lot of guard from your back. Um, but Ben Saunders is one of the first fights, his last fight recently, when he went against a wrestler, I want to say Kenny Robertson or something yeah, Kenny like that. Robertson. And uh, Ben Saunders actually won the fight from guard you know he had the he had the last round that was a deciding factor he had him in his guard in his rubber guard the entire third round dropping elbows and they gave Ben the fight and I kind of felt like that wow that's kind of a new chapter in MMA now they're starting to say that look you know even if you take a guy, a guy down if you're not doing damage and you're getting damage now they're going to score it the other no, way no and so I think it's great for, I think it's great for Eddie yeah, so obviously you're winning if you're landing 500 right. elbows and the guy's just laying on you you're winning right. so what I was trying to say to you is that I was nervous about them matching up against a wrestler because right. I'm like, fuck, how's he doing? Now with that Eddie Bravo style guard, I'm not as nervous, but I am nervous about, why are you laughing? I'm just funny. You're like, 
It's really making me nervous. <laughs> it is. I, I, I want him to win. He's, We've he's got like this he's connection. He's a friend of mine. He's a friend energy. of mine. I get that, he's but like, yeah. I want my friends to win. Okay? They say we look alike. It's just like yeah, we <laughs> look. Alike. Yeah, we we're both like Asian chicks. So, um, so Albert Tumenov. He's a tough guy, man. He's a tough. He's a striker, but. I, don't get hurt and come back in this one okay no more yeah. <laughs> just get hurt is what he's trying to tell one, you yeah. just I get was, hurt this, this that, guy hits hard I was gonna say as many punches as you've taken in the face you're still better looking than me and Adam <laughs> uh, I know. We're, we're in show business he's in the fight game and, anyway, so anyway uh, Marina what's up uh, so uh, now is there any men in your life what's going on I'm dating ooh who are you dating None of your business. It, it's, okay, well, do you like fighters? Do you like guys that not train? Um, I usually go for guys that don't fight. Interesting. Do you yeah. feel, is there like a uh, kind of insecurity amongst them if they know that you're rolling around with these fighters all day and stuff like um, that? I think because they just get over-invested in your schedule. I had a very long-term relationship with somebody that was also did what I did. And mm. it just, you know, you have a schedule when you're in camp. And God forbid you do something that isn't on the schedule. Mm-hmm. And then you just get terrorized for it. <laughs> yeah. So I just can't handle like like those those times when you're supposed to give yourself a little bit of slack. You shouldn't have to like check in with someone constantly to let them know what you're doing. And that it's just, yeah. Well, long distance relationships are the hardest, especially with time difference, New York, uh, LA time differences yeah. and stuff like that. But no, it's just, it also just always goes into it everything is questioned what you're doing in training mm-hmm. all the time and that's just none of their business who you're rolling with exactly yeah. it's stupid yeah. is there any little bit of like you wanting to be able to take any guy that you're ever with take any guy like, I mean like, like, like she can dominate yeah. the guy no the only thing I ever really want is like to be able to like wrestle around a little bit hell yeah but not like but I'm not <laughs> no you are that's out. what I mean though like, but, you, <laughs> but like you, you could probably take every guy do you think like if you had to look at every guy that you've dated like uh-huh. and if it went down like you could take him yeah like for realsies for realsies I would probably fight for my life and most likely it's always the person who's got like an like I don't know, I would probably just black out. Question. Kill him. Yeah, Wait, probably. So you like wrestling with guys like in the, in the bedroom. You like wrestling? <laughs> no, just like playful. Like right. Yeah, just you don't want a guy playful. who's gonna freak Adam's out. Adam's a leg Yeah, just like, I don't want to hurt you. And it's so just you, like so all right. You, so what? So okay, so you're on the couch and then you just jump on the guy and and like you you are you making out or are you going for the pin? <laughs> well, we're strictly wrestling right now, so no. Yeah, I'd probably just go for the you pin. You go for the pin, right? Yeah. And then, but you want the guy to reverse you and then, then hump you? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the clothes? Are they still on? I, I, I need know. to know what's going on, Adam. Right, be a little bit more specific. All right, let's say the, the shirts are off. Okay. okay. You're in a singlet. You, okay. You're, you're in a singlet. <laughs> your boobs are around. <laughs> okay. Okay, now are you in. Is so, my hair tied up? That's important. Is your hair, your hair tied up? Is it in a braid? Is it in a braid? Oh, okay. Well, then shit's serious. Then it's serious. <laughs> oh, that's the fight mode. That's so, the. So now the guy you're dating now, is he a wrestler? Yes. Oh, oh, he's a wrestler. So, so okay. he's a fighter. No, he's not a fighter. But he wrestled. Is he? Oh, I. You know what? He's a fake wrestler. He's, he's a pro wrestler. Oh, oh really? Oh. So that's kind of perfect because he he likes to wrestle around. So that that's yeah. good because you know if it's probably it really went down, then he'd never actually really hit you. Exactly. Is it? Uh, Yoko's, but he's strong as fuck. Is it Yokozuna? No, it's not. Is no. it Doink the Clown? No. 
Uh, is it? I'm never gonna tell Jake you. Jake the Snake is. Roberts. No. Jake is it? Uh, Killer B. Brian Blair. No. Uh, what other wrestlers do I know? Is it Honky Tonk Man? Why would <laughs> no, Honky Tonk Man. That's awesome. Are you dating anybody? Yes, I'm dating uh, 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 Sable. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not. No, no, am I dating? Actually, I have went on a date recently. Uh-huh. A couple dates. I and? went on. Uh, I went on three dates the last couple days. Uh, but I'm on. You know, I went on Tinder. Met a girl off Tinder. Oh, and, that uh, Tinder the, love and care. The uh, Okay. Uh, the first time, so the, so the first date actually, it was going okay. She was a teacher, but then it got Wait, into I'm, like, go ahead. We, then it got into like show business talk, and then she started saying how like she started going off like every guy in LA says they're an actor, but they're not. They're an Uber driver, or they're or they're, they're or they're a waiter, or they're a server, and you're not. You know, and she's like, eventually, if you're over forty, you should have a plan B. And I wasn't talking about me in particular, but I felt offended for the people she was talking about. I'm like, well, some yeah. people have their dreams and stuff. And then she just started going off about, and I was like, this is not the one. I go, I told her, I go, yeah. you sound like my stepmom, because <laughs> my, my my stepmom told me like about ten years ago, I needed to borrow money from my step. I had I had no money. I was like living in my overdraft. I was at negative nine hundred and eighty one dollars in my account. I couldn't take out twenty bucks. Oh. And I'm sitting there. My, my stepmom comes and visits, and I'm like, hey, can I borrow a thousand bucks to pay rent? And then she gave me a whole speech about how you know, Adam. You know, you're going to miss out on relationships. You're going to miss out on family. You're going to miss out on life. I, you know, what are you going to do? This comedy's not working. And, and now, 10 years later, she's like, I'm so proud of you. And uh, bringing all the family to come see me and this and that. But at the same time, it's like, you, you know, thank you. You can't yeah. have it both ways. You know? Yeah. yeah. So this, this girl was not the one for me. So then I went on a date where this girl who looked nothing like her profile pic. And like ladies out there, if you're listening to the podcast, don't go with your best pic you ever took because right away, you're, I'm disappointed. Like within five minutes of the date, I'm just like, and I'm not good at masking my emotions. So I'm just, I'm trying to figure out what angle she used for the pic, yeah. what, what filter. What kind of lighting. Yeah, what lighting, like that. So that was in, uh, that didn't go as well. What, why Sne- do you- <laughs> Sneaky tender love. What do you They just want to get love. No, it's just funny. This is, I'm funny. But I met one last night. I went on a, yeah. a date. Actually, the chick was super cool fun hot down to earth mexican chick looked right and then uh so then we like no i'm not saying alice hot (laughs) fucker so so, i didn't know what the hidden message was hot i was just saying hot thank you there (laughs) so so, hey guys i'm back so we're making out at the end right we're making out at the end and she's like you're a good kisser and i'm like thanks i'm like so what i'm like so (laughs) when you say that she did i swear (laughs) 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 on my life you're a good kisser she said you're a good kisser i swear to god marina if you want to test it out what high school does she go to okay high school bad jokes okay so then so she said you're a good kisser right and then she goes hey uh what do you do i go so when are you free i go she goes when do you want to hang out again i'm like when are you free i'm like well i'm free right now and then she laughed that was kind of cute so anyway so that was my wow smooth (laughs) so smooth (laughs) i am smooth fucker so smooth oh whatever so smooth fucker all right so so, right ring of honor the guy you're dating is obviously ring of honor because you wouldn't have went there if you weren't dating somebody no i I've gone to plenty of wrestling shows where I'm not dating any of the wrestlers that are on the show. All right. All right. So you're dating a professional wrestler. I like this. This is pretty uh, good for you. I think okay. that's good. Thanks. That's cool. <laughs> Do you guys have fake sex or is it real sex? <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been wanting to ask me that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you are getting laid because you're smiling. So I know you've gotten laid in the past week, correct? <laughs> All right. Cool. Thank you, Marita. <laughs> there we Dodge go. Dodgeball. So anyway, uh, yeah, so that was... Uh, and I was I was thinking about some other stuff. I was thinking about like I was thinking about you know, like the, the, like the whole struggle of shit that we used to do as comics. And I'm sure you can relate. But like yeah. me, I used to have to give out flyers for 
for years, every day in Times Square, barking, that, barking, yeah, yeah. begging people to come to comedy shows. Like, that's, that's the terminology. It's for called barking. barking, and like I, I couldn't even feel my face at a certain point. You guys, they they put you out on a corner. You stand out there, and if you get enough, they might set it at like five people or ten people. But if you get say ten people, whatever they set it at, to come to the show, then you get to get on stage. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Okay, I get it. Now. Like I remember those play. guys when I, when I was in New York. Yeah, yeah. they're always interesting. I used to do that every day for four years. That and was that, you. That was me. I started Damn. the whole barking. I used to get like thirty people in a night. Some people would come into the show because it was so cold outside, and it was the worst because I would see girls I went to college with, and they were going to Broadway shows, and they're like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "Great, I'm at Hamburger Harry's down this block. Yeah. Here's a flyer." <laughs> and then you get on stage, and then the people would see that the guy that gave you the flyer is the one telling jokes. They'd automatically hate you because you tricked them by telling them that Jerry Seinfeld yeah, was going to be there. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's so, a little fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was all kinds. I mean, that was what I, I used to do. And I remember actually another uh, humbling experience was so I do Leno right. And the yeah. night after I do Leno, I have to work on a cruise ship. Like I literally, the next morning, I left to do a cruise ship. And I'm on stage the next night, and a joke bombed. And I go, just so you know, I did that on Jay Leno last night, and it killed. And then some lady goes, I didn't laugh then either. Oh, no. it's just like, <laughs> yeah, another fucking humbling. Dun, dun, dun. That's comedy, though. I feel like every every time you have like the coolest gig you've ever done, it's always followed by the worst. The gig. worst gig. And sometimes it's the worst because you have two shows at a night, or like you do a, a weekend gig, and the Thursday night show you destroy, yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm gonna kill the rest of this week, and then Friday sucks. Saturday it just goes downhill. Wow, that is an emotional you, roller coaster. Do you guys talk to someone on a regular? basis about it <laughs> we do it is <laughs> oh okay I, cool yes well, I, think there's <laughs> some simila- I think there's some similarities with the fight game because you guys are both great fighters but you win you're very confident probably going into your next fight and if you lose you still know that you're a great fighter but your confidence is a little bit shaken right uh I don't think so because when you go into the next fight you can't have you can't have a shaky foundation see but with us with comedy like if you have a killer show like you go into the next show and you're like you feel like a champ but if you if you have a really rough show I'm always like a like the next show you're like I'm only only as confident as my last oh, I used show. to do five shows a night in New York and the fifth show was always like t- two o'clock in the morning in front of six drunk people and that would always be the worst show mm-hmm. and then I would leave miserable yeah you even though the, even though the four first shows. four shows were great you'd be like whatever I, I could see comedy being like an energy where you want to carry it over the confidence into the next show and keep the momentum going I think training I don't know if it pertains to fighting but in training I know like when I have say for me as predominantly a striker if I have a killer pad session that's the highest confidence level I can get in training the next day I kind of go into training with that's kind of confidence but sometimes you get destroyed and you know then you get tapped out on the mat and you're like fuck what happened but yeah man it's an energy thing I, you know more so uh, in the oh, comedy world but in the, com- the comedy is the biggest high in the world I mean like literally I've done Coke and drugs and ecstasies and mollies <laughs> and shit. Nothing compares to comedy. I mean, you're up there and, and you have hundreds, thousands of people looking at you. You're making them laugh. And then you get off stage and you're like, I don't want to fucking be. And then you're in the hall. An hour later, you're in the Motel Six. You're fucking by yourself. You're you're in a bed that someone jerked off in. You don't want to touch the remote. And you're just <laughs> Sorry like, about that. you're just like, fuck, man. And that's why a lot of times, like, comics end up doing drugs, coke, drinking, alcohol. You want to fuck any chick that will fuck you, just because you want to keep that high going. Is that, is that why? Let's say, like, um, for instance, I've wondered about this. The guys like Joe Rogan. He's you know done numerous TV shows. He's obviously the commentator for the UFC, and he's doing he's financially pretty stable, but he still does 
does all these comedy shows traveling around, is that just to kind of work on his craft or also just to keep him in the loop somewhat, keep his confidence level high so that when he I, g- does lot, do a broadcast, he's kind of got that confidence? A lot of it is it. a lot of it is timing. Like Also, a lot of it is like you do want to get on stage as much as possible, be as comfortable as possible. Yeah. You're working out a new bit. Uh, you know, even it might be a couple jokes in that large bit that has to be worked out. A lot of it is just timing. If you take two or three days off, you're like, uh. Right. And also, we're needy fucking bitches. I mean, we're like, fuck, love me. <laughs> we're fucking love me. We, 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 I, if I don't get on stage for like three, four days, my comedy starts coming out during the day, and then people fucking hate me because I'm doing jokes to people during the day, and it, but it's not, they don't know they're at a comedy yeah. show. And that's just saying, You're cracking jokes shit. at the supermarket and stuff like all that. the time. Yeah. But also, it, this is what we love doing. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of your rush, even, you know. I did a show on uh, Tuesday night at a weed dispensary, uh, <laughs> and it's one of the hardest. Where? Uh, in North Hollywood, right? A block from where I live. It's one of the hardest. It's the only gig you want to go up first because by the third comic, the crowd is just stoned just out of their mind. First of all, there's, mind, a weed, huh? there's a Listen. weed tasting going on. So all the wow. weed guys come over and start, hey, try my new Obama Kush. Try my new this. Try my new that. And people are, t- are smoking out of like flasks. I mean like torches. Uh, they're serious potheads. They, they used to pay me in weed. Now they pay me in wax, which sucks because I don't, I, I, weed's enough. I don't need the wax on top of the weed. What? But, uh, What's wax? Wax is like makes the weed stronger. You put it on That's top of the weed. It's, it's smoking, like that yeah. much hot. And I'm on stage and, and you can't make fun of the crowd that much because they take it very personally. You start doing crowd work and they get really insulted. Like, huh, huh, That's oh. that paranoia. Like, yeah, kind of like, paranoia. Why are you being mean to me? You, you, <laughs> you, you don't go on stage high though, right? No, but within four minutes I'm high. Yeah, from the contact stage. high? Contact high. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Oh, I could feel it. Like you could definitely. Did you get feel- funnier? I did. Can did I pause? <laughs> I know people. <laughs> I get me and Marina, Marina tells me I'm one of her top five best friends, right? He is. She, like, he is. We hang out. We, we, I, I, anything she needs, like even after her last fight she lost, I texted her 400 times, let's get some ice cream. Let's get this. <laughs> let's get, let's get that. Like, I, I, Marina's my girl. Mm. Never once has been to a show. Never been to a show. If Not never, one if fucking show. If you haven't show. seen Adam live, so this, well, this is another reason. I'll go reason, to your next one, I promise. This is around. another reason why you're, you would be horrible at a weed store. Adam has like this dude gets more laughs per minute like he's got set up punch set up punch set up punch mm-hmm. so uh, if you're slow or delayed and like you're gonna miss every joke and he's just gonna be on the no, next you, joke I, by I, the, the time the, the weed show I actually wait like four or five minutes after each joke <laughs> four <laughs> or five minutes otherwise a solid four or five minutes <laughs> and then you get the oh yeah so let's Light talk <laughs> so let's talk MMA uh, Kane versus Verdum they're having a rematch they announced it yesterday I think that's a good thing I think that I think anytime a champ loses he should automatically get the rematch. I don't yeah. think Arlovsky, they wanted to do Arlovsky versus uh, Verdum. I understand people like Arlovsky because you have this sentiment because of how, how much of a, a legend he is. But Kane lost one fight. He was dominating everyone else. There were s- factors of fighting in Mexico. High altitude. Ring rust. Ring rust. Mm. Why yeah. not give the guy a chance? I completely agree, yeah. Just have the fight on a submarine. Sea <laughs> <laughs> <he> level Kane. <laughs> uh... I, I think I think automatic rematch is good, but but also with like Orlovsky, that's a whole other issue. You can't start throwing title fights at guys because I mean I know he's been on a run lately, but just out of like sentimentality, because there's tons of guys we want to see fight, but that doesn't mean they gotta have a shot at the belt. He's yeah. been on a run, but he hasn't been impressive in his imp- in well, his performances at all. Orlovsky like for or knocking out Travis Brown was pretty well. Impressive. Yes, yeah. but but just the the what to weather that storm that. Kane, like Kane or Verdum would come do, on. Yeah. Do, you it's think just, do you think heavyweight's the shallowest division in yes. right now? Uh, well, yeah. 
I, I think the women's 135 pound division is uh, is Ronda Rousey, and there's such a huge gap. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would say that is the shallowest division. Uh, the 115 pound. I don't know if they're as talented as the 135, but everyone seems pretty closer. At least as Claudia and Joanna. But but excluding the women divisions, heavyweight the is. heavyweight men would probably be the weakest. Maybe 125-pound yeah. men would be close. Yeah. Because how yeah, many you guys do you know are really 125 pounds? I mean, like, honestly. <laughs> do even, yeah, I don't even know anybody. Yeah. It's funny. And, I mean, I'm not saying that. I, I mean, Dodson's talented and Demetrius Johnson's talented. But then after that, there's... I mean, you know, there's a... Uh, is McCall still at 125? Ian McCall, mm-hmm. and there's a yeah, uh, so guy that never makes weight, John Lineker. Lineker. But I'll, t- I'll tell you who's going to... The 125-pound, who's a beast, is uh, a Henry Cejudo. Yes, a yeah, crazy yeah. hair guy. He's got weight yeah. issues, too, though. But he, he does. Does, But he's made his last weight last two times, and I think Which, he, he's going to be a problem for... Although his last fight, he almost... He, the kid looked really, really good against him. The kid mm-hmm. from... Uh, uh, the Ben Askren's team, <laughs> not Vicant, that's why, from uh, Duke Rufus. Ru- Rufus Sport. Um, that kid, look, uh, Chico Caramus. Chico, oh, yeah, yeah. That was Chico pretty close. Kamen. Chico Canis. Yeah, he's a tough guy. So, uh, so yeah, so I think that, I do think the heavyweight probably be the weakest. 170 pound, Alan, your weight class, I think Ugh. is the best, is the best right now. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue, but f- between 55 and 70, I mean, there's just stacked divisions. You know, there's like 100 guys in each division, um, and it's, it's just a long road to the top, man. It's a lo- Now, is that frustrating for you? Because, like, you've won your last three fights. I think you're 4-0 in the UFC. You're really 3-0, and 3-1. Mm-hmm. I'd say you're 4-0. I've watched that fight. And I'm just saying, because my friend, like, even Rogan was like, that was a fucking bullshit decision. Right, right. But is that tough for you that you're, you won four fights in a row? You probably have to win another three to to break the top five, right? Yeah, I mean, but this, it it is what it is, man. It's like it, it, it's a stacked division. Um, and it, you know, I was thinking about it the other day. Look at uh, you remember when Dan Hardy came on the scene, mm-hmm. and he just you know he came on the scene and he had this um, he was like so charismatic and had this look and his fighting style was you know it engaged you. And then he went four and zero in the UFC, and next thing you know, he's fighting GSP for the title. Yeah. And I think about you know I've just had four fights, and like you said, I'm kind of four and zero, but you know I got a, a bad decision in Brazil, so I'm three and one. But to think of me fighting for the title in my next fight if I was in that position if, if the 70 the 170 division wasn't as stacked it was it's, it's kind of daunting you know I would definitely be up for the challenge but I don't mind knowing that you know okay I'm, I'm ranked I think 35 right now so this next guy my next opponent is tw- uh, ranked 25 you know two or three more fights that could be in, the, in, in t- fighting top 10 guys and I'm fine with that I, I'm I'm cool with a not a slow gradual climb but um, just you know say going up 10 guys every time you know what's funny yeah. about you though is that I was talking to you like yeah me and my management team we are we're being very smart with how we pick fights right and I think that you're fortunate to have a management team that because I know there are guys out there that the phone rings they just say yes and uh, one week notice two it, weeks notice you know yeah and especially when the, you're not getting paid that much in the initial contract with UFC so you're trying to build your fan base, build your popularity, and build your pay scale. It's got you've got you know people. I, I fight because I'm passionate about it, but you have to get paid at the end of the day. You have to support your family. I've got a wife and kids, so I've got to take your wife is so. I've hot, got. I love. I love that. I was waiting for that so hard. I was waiting for that so hard. A lot of times I say guys' wives are hot, and I'm just bullshitting. His wife is legit hot, <laughs> which got, sucks because he could be fucking every chick right now. Like, I, I'd say <laughs> most guy who look like you, like you, they would not. They'd be. They'd have girls outside. They'd have chicks. On the on the couch, Marina would be puddles. Okay, but but your oh, wife is legit smoking hot. Thank you for that, Adam. I appreciate that. What? what you, puddles? Nothing. 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 Puddle. That's nothing. A, wow. I, 
<laughs> I think I think it's a combination of, of who you fight and how you fight. You but obviously, also, yeah. go ahead. No, I was just going to say you've obviously got an exciting style. Um, sometimes I feel like exciting and dangerous can be interchangeable, but right, it's just you uh, have to be somewhat smart because you lose I'd be, I'd be crying, two fights though. in a row, and then you know you're fighting on on the Facebook card. You're not even fighting on the, on the prelims or the, or the main card and things like that. So you wanna you wanna I, in, in my mind, I'm trying to always pick. Uh, guys that are I'm, that I'm climbing the ladder you know I'm trying to always fight guys that are a little bit ranked above me that have a buzz about them that are coming off of a win that are, is an exciting matchup but that doesn't hurt me you know I'm not trying to fight guys that you've never heard of or anything like that I want to fight something that's a, a fight of the night you know type Marino, fight what you about to say? it's all about promoting yourself I, everything revolves around promoting yourself and if you feel like in your core that you're ready for that higher level competition you will promote yourself so you will get that higher level competition I hate using this example over and over again, but Conor McGregor. Yeah, it's like yeah, a perfect exactly example. Mind, he yeah. has the least experience, and now he's got like a title. Like he has a title, and he's got another title shot. Like that. It's just all about how ballsy you can be in promoting yourself. But it's totally fine if you're looking for experience and you're completely fine with climbing that ladder. Because if you're able to climb that ladder, you get the experience and that high level of competition. So you will never be uncomfortable. Now how, in that position. How did you do? I know uh, after your last fight, social media blew up once again. Mm-hmm. You're a very popular girl. I mean, people love you or hate you. How did you deal with that? Just don't look at it. You don't look at it at all. It's really fucking easy. You just turn that shit off. <laughs> you turn it off. Yeah. Good. Good. Because I, I get, I get, I get worried about you. Why I'm, would you get worried? Because about you're me. my friend, and the I'm only like, people I'm concerned about of what they think are my team and my family. That's it. I really could give two shits of who's tweeting me and who is telling me what they think of me online. Because if they were ever to say anything to my face, ever, it just wouldn't go down like that. I don't, I don't, it's it's just really funny to me how everybody just thinks that they can bully me through social media consistently. But you know what? I still have like a lot of shit going on. So at the end of the day, at the end of the every day, I'm always going to win and I'm going to be on top. I'm not done fighting. I'm dealing with my injury. I'm going to heal. I'm already healing. I'm coming back. And then that's it. I asked Julie for another fight as soon as my fight was over. Now, until I found out about the girl was holding the cage. Did that did that bother you or no? That, it's whatever. Ask, it's whatever, right? It's whatever. Yeah. OK. Just know that if she wasn't holding a cage, her leg would have been broken. Because okay, right. I was deep in a heel hook, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. I know that. Yeah. That's right. the you attitude that? you have to have, though, man. I mean, that's that's it, man. It's just keep moving forward, you know? Yeah. It's hard, it's hard though. It's so hard. many champions have come back from, like, severe losses just because... Alan just, lost three times. Alan lost to Biggie Mike Rhodes. Yeah. And, like, and, and there's no shame to lose to Biggie Mike Rhodes. I fucking... I love Biggie Mike Rhodes. But Biggie Mike Rhodes is not in the UFC right now. Alan's on a three-fight winning streak. The shit just... And, and I, Big Night Rhodes is a friend of mine, but I'm, I'm just saying that it, 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 it's, it's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And, and, but I don't know anybody that had as much eyes on their first three fights as Marina. Yeah. I, I don't know anybody. Maybe Brock Lesnar uh, and other people. There's, a, there's like a, a select few of it's people. It's hilarious. What? It's hilarious. Just go onto my social media and just read some of the comments. It's I do, and I get angry about it, and I was going to start picking fights with people, but I'm like, she doesn't need me to fight for her. It's a waste of time. I don't want you to put any of your energy into that. Let people just be their own fucking worst enemy. It's hilarious. It's so funny. You know, like, everybody thinks that I'm just milking everything I get off of Ronda. I've known Ronda since I was 12. 
I'm not milking anything. Since I moved here, I did not ask for anything. I mean, if you want to milk something, I have. <laughs> <laughs> She's not lactating currently. I know that for a fact. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> but um, I'm just, I never asked for anything. I still don't ask for anything. All I ever ask from her is her friendship, and that's all I want. And everybody just, everybody wants to believe that I'm just being this, like, fucking sucker fish on her success, and... No, I got my own life. I got my own problems, and she's not going to solve them for me. She's going to be my friend through them, but she's not going to solve them for me. So, More, and at the so end of the just day, a you... real big fuck you to all the people who've been fucking <laughs> hating on me on social media. Y'all can go just suck something that's not pretty. <laughs> it's not pretty? No, something that oh, isn't oh, pretty. Oh, 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 oh. Like something on you that's not pretty. I was like, that, that, that was about to get upset. Yeah. I, I, I assume it's very, a little, maybe a little hairy because you're Russian. But any, anyway, so... Well, <laughs> No, listen, this is <laughs> no. We had we had a big debate on whether or not you had a hairy bush. By the way, oh yeah, I know all about it. <laughs> and, I and... also get tagged in things on social media, Adam. <laughs> oh man, I where's said... the guy who makes the memes? Oh, oh Joe Jaggy. Yeah, he, he's what, the best. Ha- what happened to the memes? Dude? He's still around. He'll be around. Joe Jaggy, for listening, he makes some of the funniest. Just memes. nothing with my privates. Uh, nothing please. with your privates. Nothing, nothing with your privates. But but yeah, but he. This, we are, are, we have a very loyal fan base that that seems to like that like we, they're just fucking crazy anyway so um do you have a name for your your roasted fans uh team roasted team roasted team roasted burn, burn victims we gotta think of a better name burn victims burn victims yeah the team roasted burn victims where the burn victims i don't know you gotta have a name you know i don't know man burn victims is rough but sure why not <laughs> uh, so aldo versus mcgregor december 12th it's been announced is this fight gonna happen uh, who wins this fight? Edgar. Okay. <laughs> Alan Juban, what do you think of this fight? Who wins? Tell me. Um, man, right now they have McGregor as like a two to one favorite, which um, you know maybe maybe I saw the fight differently, but after watching the McGregor fight, applaud Gregor for for pulling that out against, of, against a tough wrestler. But man, I, I felt like watching it that um, that was like a 30% Chad Mendez compared to the Chad Mendez who fought Jose Aldo the second time. That that Chad Mendez who fought Jose Aldo who was 100% for five rounds up and down, up and down, takedowns, jumping back up and was still 100% sharpness on his feet. This Chad Mendez who fought McGregor, he would take him down and get up huffing, puff, huffing and puffing and back up against the cage and put his guard up and let McGregor tee off on him. McGregor did some nice body shots that slowed him down, but what I'm getting at is McGregor did a great job in, in securing that victory, but I don't think he fought a 100% Chad Mendez. And after seeing that fight, I think Jose Aldo's going to run away with it. That's my prediction. Marina? I completely agree. Yeah. I was not impressed by Connor's performance. I was not, <laughs> I was not impressed. impressed by his performance. <laughs> I was not impressed by his performance. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, there was just, I mean, it was kind of badass the moment you saw where McGregor was under him, but then he just, he just, you just saw the look on his face. He was just like, all right, I'm just done being here. And he just got up and then just fucking pounded away. But I was there's no way that Aldo was going to let some of that shit happen. Well, I was at Chad's victory or losing party, his party. Mm-hmm. I was at the party afterwards. And he was dancing and having a storm. And I think he... Because he's thinking 500 grand. He's 500 that's what he was, grand, yeah. but I was also thinking I didn't really get, 
do that much for this 500 he grand. didn't get hurt like, that he didn't get hurt yeah. that either it was like a cardio shock almost like, or I don't know uh, I thought Herb Dean stopped it a little quick he put a, went that, I'm not sure in the, what would happen in the third round if he yeah. would have went out I do think you know people say well you know Mendez was hurt because of the body kicks that, that's what really slowed him down on the first he, uh, th- those, he those made toe it. kicks slow you down but they don't normally like stop you I mean Machida hits me with those a lot and if you get the liver yeah but like they just they suck they suck yeah. they chip away at you but like I mean, Mendez is a little ball of muscle. You know what yeah. I mean? He's, he's used to taking body blows, I, I would assume. And you could just see it, though. The first takedown he landed, he kind of let McGregor up. And I, I right away, I kind of thought, like, well, that, that was odd. And then he took him down again, and, and McGregor kind of, like, did a, you know, a jiu-jitsu stand-up again. And, and from there, it just didn't seem like he really um, just had the energy or, or his mind wasn't right. Now, I, I wasn't the sure. The guys that at Team Alphamare were telling me that he was partying and drinking two weeks ago. Like, he really, they said, oh, he's always in shape. I guess he's always in shape, but he's not always in you mean shape. Before he got the notice, yeah. Before he got the notice, he was he was drinking. He was shooting a hunting show. Um, now, what do you think? According now, Brandon Schaub uh, said that the Brazilian fighters haven't been doing well since this new testing policy. Andre Penaris went after Schaub and said, "You're just jealous because you'll never reach what my guys have." Mm-hmm. Sorry for your mediocre career. You know, they they went back and forth. Uh, what do you think about this? whole Aldo didn't take the first drug test supposedly ran out of the room then canceled the fight do you think this guy's on drugs or, or no I personally I personally don't 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 know one way or the other it, it, it is a little suspect not Jose Aldo in particular but there's a lot of fighters you kind of start to see lately that just aren't really living up to uh, the you know the rise to stardom that they once had and I don't know if it is you know I don't like to accuse guys uh, of being on something or not but you know you are kind of seeing a difference a new breed of fighters start to emerge now that it's a totally clean sport and there's no really there's really no way around it you're starting to see some guys you know fall off and stuff it's really interesting because it would be so much more interesting <laughs> if, uh, if people just let the natural course of life really like guide them like everybody like they know like if you get older but you still want to fight that's great maybe take a side take a seat on the side maybe start coaching do other things but then but then there's also the decision to take steroids and testosterone and all that shit just so you can keep competing which is cool because you want to show how passionate you are about it but like let life take you where it wants to take you like a lot of it's just funny how many yeah, I think it a lot of people seem- are still getting away with what it. What if my life wants to take me on steroids? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I guess you're gonna you're going for a ride <laughs> yeah. there. It does You'll seem know. though, like yeah. it does. <laughs> to back up Brandon Schaub, which I don't like to do, but to, to back up what he's saying, it does seem like okay. Look at the guys from Brazil. The Anderson Silva got. Bo- we'll talk about that. Oh he, God, you know, he's saying it's he took Viagra. Okay, <laughs> uh, he's suspended for a year for. Uh, I mean, he did look very stiff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like people said, Nick Diaz did lie down uh, immediately. Now, <laughs> now this whole making out with Chris Wyman during the during the weigh-ins oh, is starting. Oh man! But wow. okay, oh. so Anderson Silva with the Viagra, uh, Vanderlei Silva running away from the drug test. Uh, you know, uh, Bigfoot Silva. Uh, Getting caught with something, taking now Vitor Belfort being a whole different fighter. Okay, that, that's 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 four guys that that have have been busted or you know allegedly taken stuff. So you know we there are other Brazilian fighters. Damian Maya never mm-hmm. got popped for anything. The the, the big nog, little nog, Aldo. Barrow has looked like a different fighter since the testing. I mean, right. But you also have to look at it from the other side. You know, it's not like these guys 
all currently live in Brazil or or yeah. train in the same camp. You know, a lot of these guys have nothing to do with each other. They just happen to be Brazilian. So, I mean, right. Right. I don't know how you want to look at it. But, yeah, it's not like these guys are a team and they're yeah. all getting popped. You know they what I mean? They need to look at camps. That That's like specifically they just need to start looking at camps and starting to see the synchronicities in those camps there should be an American Roy team just go out and say it and be like TRT USA TRT okay so speaking of uh, so Rhonda and Mayweather have been going back and forth mm -hmm. on the internet uh, where uh, Mayweather said call me when you make 500 million dollars in 36 minutes considering all Rhonda's fights go 36 seconds I hope that call never takes place mm -hmm. you know um, you know Look, they, they both got kind of drawn into this. You know, yeah. who would win in a fight? In an MMA match, Ronda wins all day. Uh, in a boxing match, Ronda doesn't get out of the first period, or for the first round. I know you probably think differently, okay, but she doesn't get out of the first round against Floyd Mayweather. Right. Okay, uh, does anybody disagree with this? No, but it's good for I the do. sport, man. I mean... She might disagree. I, I, you know, MMA fight, Ronda takes it. it yeah. Man or, you know, it doesn't matter. She, Floyd doesn't have an experience. He's going to outbox her any day. He's just too fast. And Wait, what do you disagree with? You think she gets out of one round? Yeah, Floyd? I think she could get out of one round. Come on. Who knows? We're talking about the best, one of the best fighters of all time. Yeah, if, with another best fighter of all time. If, not best boxer. If, if Floyd fought Well, like he, he might avoid her for an entire <laughs> round. He's, pretty, he's <laughs> pretty good at If he fought like he fought defensive. Pacquiao, he might not throw any punches. <laughs> Come on. I, I, no, think, but, I don't think she gets out of one But, but it's good for the I'm sport, sorry. man. Like I, I I was thinking about that today, man. I was thinking, like, I wonder if Ronda's people or whoever are saying, you know what, just go with this. Anytime they bring up Floyd Mayweather, speak on that behalf. Because all it does is just bring up the whole boxing thing. It just puts, you know, in the media outlets. It's just like anytime you have those two names, you know, Rousey and Mayweather, whether it's like people click on it, you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah. it's good to always have it's that. It's just topic. more attention for everybody. Yeah, By the it's way, such a. Oh, it's just a dick thing to say, like you know, like to call out, like I make more money than you. Oh, make. that is. A, that, I hate that. It's such like a. That's somebody with a very low education. Well, yeah. but yeah, it, it also. But like, that, that's all he cares about. I mean, it's, yeah, your which image is fine. <laughs> But maybe we should spruce up the jokes a little bit like, yeah. with him. He oh, just—it's yeah. the same thing, you know. Now, now, uh, now, Brandon Chow. I, I, I talked about it last time because everyone kept asking what happened with Fox. I talked about the time that he wouldn't, or the numerous times he wouldn't leave the room. You came to the podcast and left. He was an hour late. Well, we were an hour late. Jake he was had, a complete douchebag about it after. Jake had five minutes and then left. And then I texted uh, I texted Callan, and he's like, well, how are your ratings? And, and then Shalb apologized, and I asked him to do that. I talked about all that. Now, uh, Shalb recently, I guess Rhonda was brought up, and he said, I'm too much man for Rhonda. She needs to surround herself with yes men. Um, and I'm not one of those guys. I did her a favor. Did Rhonda hear about that? I have not talked to her about it yet. Okay. Um, while I was home, I was off my phone. I was with my family. I congratulated her after my fight. I called her, and um, but after that, I was really off my phone. I just, I just recently learned about this. Yeah. And it's just really funny to me because I know things. What do you, what do you know? <laughs> I Tell just us. know that he is just not a man <laughs> at all. Oh, so you're saying he has a small penis? No, I'm not. Not just he. <laughs> this that comment just is hilarious. It's okay. hilarious to me. What weight division would his dick be in? <laughs> Is there a weight class It got class quiet for after it? I said that. It was really <laughs> awkward. I'm sorry. I was trying to set you there, up. Is there a weight class I'm, for I'm, it? Oh, I'm talking not even a weight class for it. We're talking about Adam weight uh, or like A-T-O-M, not Adam. Okay, I like... Uh, might be too low, too. Might be too low, even before. No, 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 not too low. And why do you know this? <laughs> How do you know this? No, well, girls talk a, about the toes. It's not even that. It's not yeah. even that. It's just a, a really, like, a douchebag thing to say, like... 
I'm too much of a man for her. Okay. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Like we, I don't think there's a man on the planet Earth who's too much man for Ronda Rousey. Is that a fair statement? Wait, what? I said, I don't think there's a man on planet Earth who's too much man for Ronda Rousey. Like, she could take any. Like, she, she can keep up. Like, yeah. like she, but she's no. an alpha female. She's, she's like, an alpha like man female, though, but she she's still... Like you're saying her vagina is that strong. No, I'm not talking about dick size. I'm just talking about, like, it a, a, dude, a guy who's confident and that could, like, be her counterpart if yeah. that's what she's looking for. And that comment exactly shows how much confidence he does not have. Exactly. And he's lacking in a lot of places. So... Let's just leave it at that. Oh, all right. Okay. Sorry, I'm very protective of my friends. Yeah, it seemed like <laughs> and that's, a little, that a little was bit a real dick. And I heard, here. I heard that 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 like that came out of nowhere. And then Joe kind of defended her and was like, "Dude, like we can't. That's not fair. She's not here to defend herself. You can't say something like that. Like that's just." That's like you needing to talk about her for attention. That's yeah, desperate, I, I, and that is just really unprofessional. And it. it it's just fucked up. I, I will say to Shab's defense, though, that like I only saw a small clip of it, a couple, yeah. um, it was like 15 seconds online, but it wasn't like he was. Um, it didn't seem from from to me that he was really going after Ron, uh, Ronda. It kind of seemed like they said something like, you know, could you hand could you handle her? And then he kind of just replied, just defending himself, like, no, I was too much man for you know. It didn't seem it didn't seem too bad. It, it also, he said like he was asked a question. He didn't right. He was asked a question. You know, he kind of just so responded. Yeah. And then I, they kind of headlined it like you know. Yeah, they kind of. I feel like Joe shuts all down. All I'm saying Trump. is that he definitely could have carried himself more of a gentleman in that sense, saying something like that. I don't care in what kind of context. Right. It is read the way that it is. It was very just unprofessional and just a very low, like a low blow. He, like, he, he like, spoke like, off the cuff and I think he kind of realized I've that. I've up with female fighters before and when anybody asks, I say no comment. Or, or they go, what fighter have you hooked up with? I say Mitch Clark. Or, or, or I say Elias Theodoro. Or, like, or, I, or I say Luke, Luke, uh, Luke Barnett. Because with, I don't want these people. The tran- because, it's the not a, because it's no one's business. And not, it's not like the girls need the attention. And I, it's like not my thing. It's not my, not my place to do that. He could have just said no comment. And like Marina's yeah. defense. You, you, could just, you could just sidestep the question. You know, I I'm biased. I'm, I mean, you know, you're being recorded. It's not like he just said it and like, right. you know, you, you know, you're on a podcast. Like, oh shit, what happened, man? I just blacked out for like 15 <laughs> seconds. Where the fuck am I? No, it's not that. I just, I've seen him carry himself as a professional and I was a very disappointed when he said something like that. That was mm. just. So CM Punk and Cathal Pendred are going at it on Twitter. Mm. Uh, basically, CM Punk was doing the mitts. And was not looking that impressive. I've got to see this video, man. I'm, I'm dying That's right to here. see it, man. So gotta... he was doing the mitts, and then uh, I saw it. And then Cathal said, uh, "Man, if this is how he like does the mitts." Uh, CM makes me look makes me look like Muhammad Ali, right? So that's there, there's CM Punk on the mitts. He there, there he is choking somebody, which he doesn't look. I mean, that's yeah, that's clip. it. That's the whole clip, right? So. He's a bit jerky, but nothing crazy. Yeah. A bit jerky, right? So then uh, Pendrid goes, I've actually, uh, Ali wasn't a boring twat. Uh, Smeet emojis, focus more on you. Maybe you'll win a fight without a gift from the judges. And then Cathal says back, actually won 17 professional fights. How many have you won? And then Punk goes, zero. But I know you're supposed to put the guy you're uh, fighting to sleep, not the audience. Fuck off. And then Pendrick comes back and says, wow, somebody just told me CM stands for Chick Magnet. Chick Magnet. Hashtag go figure. And then it goes back to uh, uh, 
because CM Punk goes, just watch Pendrit fight better than Melatonin, Z's, and then uh, <laughs> and then funny. and then Pendrit goes, uh, I'll tell you what I don't see in the mirror: a forty-year-old washed-up wrestler who used his fame to get into the UFC. Apologize to the wrestlers out there. I meant to say washed-up actor. Uh, and then Punk says, uh, I've been called out by everyone. I'm an easy target. You are a coward and a pussy. Shouldn't you call out somebody in the top ten? And then Pendra goes, I didn't call you out there, a moron. I'm just pointing out how shit you looked. And Punk goes, fuck, you're boring. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> so then he he puts up uh, a video of, uh, of Pendra looking bad. And then he goes, uh, Pendra goes, make fun of my, and then Punk says, make fun of my age, my skill, where I come from. But realize I made more money on my per diems alone than you have in the UFC. Per diem. And then Pendra goes, all the money in the world won't change the fact that you're a sad little prick that's pretending to be a fighter. And then, uh, so then that, it goes on. I, I go, this is the most entertaining fight that Pender's ever been in. <laughs> right. I say, let's see it, you know. And then CM Punk said he was uh, too much man for the <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, Listen, you know. Icing on the cake there. No. And, and that's why he's Tyler Bowe is a yeah. very good comic. You can see him all week somewhere. Uh, <laughs> so Pendred is would fuck up CM Punk in a fight. Can we all agree with that? Yeah. I don't know. What? Come on. You're dating, a, <laughs> you're dating a pro wrestler. No, it's not that at all. I just love the element of surprise. And mm-hmm. I think that, who knows? Anything could happen. Oh yeah, any I could knock out Brock Lesnar. I'm not right? a. Sta- <laughs> <laughs> that could never you happen. You asked me Let- what I thought, and I'm not changing my mind. I who knows? I think that maybe Pendred has more of a shot at winning, but there's still a small percentage. Okay, and I'm always going. For I, I, I play the percentage game too, but yeah, it's a very small percentage. Look, yeah. I honestly ran. This is what happened. I ran into a guy that trains with CM Punk. I, I saw I, I, a fight week. There was a guy with a, a Rufus Sport thing. Mm-hmm. I go, how's CM Punk looking? The guy goes, honestly, not good. Mm-hmm. They, they, <laughs> they, 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 the guy said, I don't know who this guy is, and you can call me a liar, okay, but I swear to God. This, I go, what do you mean? They go, well, he's been sparring, and they've been doing matches with guys who aren't in the UFC, not in Bellator. You know, we're talking about, like, not even RFA. We're talking about these, and it's not going well. Uh, that's what this, this guy said. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I mean. Look, the guy could be lying. The guy maybe he just had a Rupa Sports shirt on. Maybe he didn't I, even really train there. I, I completely believe it, man. I mean, you just. I mean, it's two completely different sports. <laughs> it's two completely different. There's things. too much experience. Like I, I always say, like you could do the repetitions and you know you could drill all day, but until you've done it and, and gained that knowledge and experience inside of an actual fight, it's really not. Always oh, in, into your arsenal just yet, and to have no fights, no amateur experience, and never, you know, never been faced with adversity in a real life situation. Yeah, man, it's. It, I mean, it's too much to learn there. Yes, there's a small percentage that they could <laughs> wind up on the ground, and maybe he's really good at Kimuras, and he gets him in a Kimura position and uh, and finishes him. But that's like a two percent chance. There was man. a guy from Greece who fought last week. Do you see that fight? The guy, his name was Anthony something. He mm-hmm. was from Greece, and he was a a, a Gracie black belt from Greece or mm-hmm. something. He won a the Gracie black belt. A Greasy black belt. <laughs> and his stand-up w- was pretty bad. And actually, somebody wrote on Twitter, he's in the running now for the first to fight CM Punk. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy, the guy had his chin up, his hands down, and he was getting punched in the face. And... Uh, <laughs> And he lost the fight. He, I yeah. forgot who he lost to. He lost to somebody that was pretty decent. But he was so bad, he made the other guy look bad. Fighting, fighting is one of these the, the, the few sports. Not the few, but it's definitely a sport that 
you know, the, the term, uh, you have a puncher's chance, it applies. There's always a small percentage, no matter how good or bad the guy is. It's not like if 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 if, if a girl went in and said, I'm going to place Serena Williams in a tennis match. She would have <laughs> zero probability of winning. There's just too much, there's too many props and technique and part game involved in, in, in sports like that. But when it comes to fighting, there's no props, there's no... There's, you know, there's not enough game. It's just it, it's it's combat. So there always is a chance that you can get caught, or somebody maybe somebody has one really good move and they just get you in that position. But it's still a very low percentage that he's going to do really well. With that said, man, he's kind of a gangster on uh, Twitter, man. Some of, those, <laughs> some of those comebacks were were crazy, man. Those are really well, good. The guy's an entertainer, right? I mean, it, wrestling is really really hard. Look. When I was in Washington, I watched an hour-long wrestling match, and I've never seen an, a, an audience engage the way that they were for a solid hour. I have seen championship Those fights. Those 15-year-old boys were riveted. <laughs> no. <laughs> they were locked. Men. Who have never dated a girl in their <laughs> Not life. True. Not true. Family. Like, it was, it's if a you're family 30 years old and you watch wrestling and play no, no, no. video I, games. I, I, honestly, I, I, I have to. Like, Dude, you, like, don't, you have to go to a show. I've been to, honestly, I went to an indie wrestling recently. Uh, not recently. Like These are like small ago. shows? You mean, like a, no, it was like a medium-sized show. I know there's listeners for pissed a, at me. I no, can't get fine. on board yeah, with wrestling. You have like wrestling and video games, dude. I can't but no, do but it. when you're there, sometimes the indie ones. Are I've been, I've hilarious. seen, I've seen championship fights in the UFC, and I, and they're 25 minutes long. People, people can't like, they're always looking away, and they're always doing shit. Like I've been in the crowd, I've been in, the, in the front. Like it's, I've been in all areas of the audience, and there's at some point where there's a disengagement with the audience in the fight. And they they can't like if a, if a fight is boring, you know they look away. Or if yeah. it's okay, they still look away. Even if it's great, they'll fucking look away. Yeah. I was at this wrestling match for a fucking hour. The crowd was. Was it your li- boyfriend fighting? What? Was it your boyfriend? No. Was it the guy you were dating? Maybe. Oh, well, that's why you were so gay. <laughs> like, no, I come on. Look away. I was yeah. in the fucking nosebleeds, dude. I was not on the floor. The guy that you had sex with. No, <laughs> no, it was the fucking the crowd in, in itself, and there were matches. You were so fucking but like partisan, no. partisan towards. What does that have to do with no, no, anything? No, no, I, I, guy, I, I get fucking, it. I get it. You were it, like, it is super entertaining. So no, that has that. That has nothing to do with what the fucking audience is doing, you idiot. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> has nothing to do with I'm that. I'm just saying that you were giving this guy way more leverage because you're dating No him. fucking way because I've seen other hour-long pro wrestling matches that the fucking crowd goes wild You for. don't think and you were paying extra attention because you happen no, to be dating the guy? No. Is it I've Roderick Strong? I've seen other ones. I've seen other ones. Oh. I have seen other ones that have gone right. an hour and I'm not dating anyone. <laughs> Okay, it's the storyline, and there's like it's you strike a nerve. No, I know it's I, really fucking annoying. I, I totally get it. I've watched wrestling. the The athleticism and the entertainment value is through the roof. It's super impressive. I get it. It's just not my thing. Like no, my you said, da- they're all nerds. What? You never got laid. Don't you fucking take it back now, you little pussy. No, they, I'm not saying. I'm not saying they're they're not. I'm saying. Uh, that I it doesn't like it's it just it doesn't theater. it doesn't do it for right. me. My dad'll okay, sit and listen. watch golf for two hours. I can't do it. Yeah, right. so dude, listen, I fucking first, hate golf. Listen, <laughs> we got a guy we're calling right now, Johnny Case. You can go to the bathroom. Uh, he's twenty one and four. Marina has to go to the bathroom. She's all wet now. Talking about her boyfriend watching wrestling. <laughs> all right, so he's he's twenty one and four. Johnny Case, where he's undefeated. He's on an eleven fight winning streak. We're gonna call him right now. Let's talk to this dude. 
All right, so Johnny Case did not pick up the phone, so instead we're going to have Smolino Rama on the podcast right now. You're here with uh, me, Alan Juban, Marina Shafir, and Tyler Bowe. How, how's it going, buddy? It's going good, man. I just actually finished the workout at the gym right now. Oh, nice, nice. It was good. I, I yeah. had, uh, People don't know Smolino. He is 9-2 uh, and two with eight first-round finishes. The former World Series of Fighting heavyweight champion just lost his last fight. Uh, he's a he's a badass dude. Came to my comedy show last week with uh, a smoking hot chick. How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. You know, I just just finished working out, and uh, you know, same old stuff. Just trying to train the best that I can. Sorry, I'm a little noisy in the background, but um, uh-huh. yeah, man. I just been training, training the best of my ability, and just hanging around, man, enjoying summertime. And, out with the chicks and you know <laughs> now uh now we hung out last week me and him go to me and Smolina go to a bar right uh this like cowboy bar and he and he says to me i'm not he goes i was banned from here for a couple years and i go why he goes well i fought a guy in the parking lot and i bit his ear off uh in the parking lot <laughs> right yeah man it's, it's, it's <laughs> a quiet. Story, but i can get into it if you want me to. sure well what happened okay so this goes back to like it's about 2011 I believe 2011 and we're at a nightclub on like our main street down like downtown in my city and one of my friends is outside and I see him and he's he's completely battered broken arm like his gum like his top gum broke like the gum in his mouth like it was broken like his teeth were all like separated so what had happened he was outside and he was talking to some guy and the guy was saying something to these like six dudes and apparently him and that guy didn't know each other. And if you knew my friend, you'd know that he was the sweetest person in the world. He was one of the best, like nicest people. Like nobody like says anything bad about him. So he was talking to this random guy, grabbed a cigarette from him. And this other guy that he was talking to was, um, was saying something to some random guys and these guys wanted to fight him. So he ran away and they thought my friend Dennis was with him. So they um, they jumped him. So my friend Dennis gets beat, beat up by like six, seven guys, and we're um, like, what, what happened? Like, so he, he told us what happened. So he's like, I'll show you who the guys are inside the club. So he he points he points us to the guys. So I'm like, okay, let's go over there and deal with it. And this wasn't I'm not proud of this. Like this wasn't my best moment. This wasn't my best time. But I walk over and I'm a little drunk. So I'm the one. I'm the first one, and I have two friends behind me. And it's, it's, it's about winter time at this point. It's like February, so it's like, it's still snowy and all that stuff out. So there's like about six, seven guys. And I'll remind you that the bouncers trained with me, right? So yeah. we kind of had a little bit of a, like, lead weight. So I'm walking there with my two friends behind me. And I'm, without even a question, I, I run up and I try to punch the guy in the face. And both my feet from underneath me slip and I fall right on my back. <laughs> and and I, I got like six guys now like kicking me and punching me and I see my two friends come behind me running trying to trying to like jump in and help me out and they slip too and they fall right on their backs and we're like I'm getting up realizing that the ground is slippery right yeah <laughs> and there's like snow and water so I stand up again and I go to punch this guy and once again right on my back and now the whole club is like oh they're screaming and all that stuff and I got a little angry. I was like, hey, these guys are not hurt me or hit me or nothing. So at that point, I just lost all control. And 
this dude, uh, I'm looking at this guy right in the eye and he's like trying to kick me and stuff. So I just stood up, I bear hugged him, like I hugged around his arms. And the first thing that happened is just my mouth like just bit like anywhere on his face, like not, and I didn't realize it was his ear. So I like outside leg tripped him while I bear hugged him and bit down. And when I stood up, I had like this piece of meat in my mouth. So I like spat it out and I'm like, holy, I'm like realizing I just bit someone's ear. And the guy gets up and he puts his hand on his ear and he's like, oh my God, the bouncers come in, they separate us, we, we leave the club, we go home. Now, about eight months later, at that same bar we went to, you and I, uh, I'm walking, it's me, my ex-girlfriend, and two of my friends. So I'm walking and all of a sudden this, this guy just shoulder checks me as hard as he can. Boom! And I'm like, whoa, what the hell? So his girlfriend gets in my face and she's like, um, you're gonna get fucked up, like, we're gonna fucking kill you and all that stuff. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I look at the guy and I'm like, listen, buddy, if your girlfriend says another thing to me, you're gonna get the worst beating in your life. So right away, he grabs his girlfriend, he pulls her back, and he's holding on to her, and he's like, okay, man, I'm sorry, you know, like, we don't want any trouble and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, man, it's all good. As the second I said that, some guy bumps me from the, from the back. As hard as he can. I don't know why people are bumping me these days, but whatever. So I turn around, and the, this guy looks at me, and he's like, you want to go? I'm like, what does this guy mean you want to go? And I'm looking at his face, realizing he's missing an ear. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no, it's this guy again. So we tried to, like, I was like, yo, you want to get you want to get your ear taken, your other ear taken out? Like, you, want a, you want a problem? <laughs> so, um, so he's like trying that hard and going to get his friends and going to do all this stuff. And, um, yeah, man, I, um, I'm like, I'm, I walk away, I get out of there, and now I'm like getting a little mad, I'm getting a little upset, but my girlfriend, my girlfriend at the time is trying to calm me down and all that stuff, so I'm calm by now, and then we're walking around the bar, and you know where those stairs were? Yeah. You know those, those stairs where you go downstairs in that bar? Yeah. I, um... I'm by those stairs and now all of a sudden I got like seven guys like right beside me and I'm sitting there with my ex girl and this guy's like, some guy pushes me and I turn around and right away I knew who it was so I just started punching this guy in the face and he falls back in his friends, the bouncers get involved and he points at me and he's like, come outside right now, I'm going, we're going to kill you, right? So I say to him, I'm like, what did you say? And he's like, come outside, we're going to kill you. I'm like, okay, I'll meet you outside then I said to him. And the bouncers get involved, and I try to play the cool guy. I'm like, you listen, listen, now. This guy, these guys are trying to jump us. Like, get these guys out of here, man. They're starting problems. So the bouncers, right away, they see that we're outnumbered, so they kick those guys out. So I tell my friend and my aunt, I'm like, hey, let's go outside right now. So we're going outside, and I see this guy, like, he's, like the cars are kind of parked where they're facing each other. Right. Hey, you know how the parking lot was, and you can walk in the middle? Yeah. I'm, um, I see him walking on his phone, and he's, like, yelling something on the phone, so... I just like sneak up behind him and he turns around and he looks at me. So he tried to engage me in some way. So I picked him up and body slammed him and started beating on him. And, man, and that's. Yeah, no, you've had. No, I mean, hanging out, with, hanging out with you last yeah. week, it was like, I felt like I never felt more protected in my life. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're, you're this, this a massive guy. He's a heavyweight, but, he, mm. but he could, he's going to go to 185. Mm. But you've actually, you've had a very tough life. What, what, where are you? Are you like in a fight club right now? What, what is it? What's behind you? <laughs> Sounds more like a daycare. Man, there's these kids yelling. Like these kids are being crazy. Okay, so uh, you were telling me that you grew up in Greece. Bite their ears off and body your, slam them. Your father ran a strip club. 
and in Greece, and then you used to watch girls stick bananas up their vaginas? I can't hear you. You're cutting out quite a bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I repeat that. Okay, so <laughs> you, were, that you were telling me that, like, you grew up in Greece, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's your cool. father ran strip clubs, and you used to grow up watching girls stick bananas up their vaginas, correct? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I gotta get, I gotta get in detail about this. Okay. So, oh, shit. On <laughs> the, the certain days of the week, right? Yeah. There's grocery stores and stuff like that. Certain days of the week, what, what they would do is they would buy fruits. And it was like, because it's hot, it's kind of like semi-tropical weather. There's the beach. So what they would do is buy, buy fruit. And you could, you know, like eat the fruit off the women. And like they would get a little sexual with the fruits, right? Yeah. So... You know, as the night progressed, like, you could eat, like, apples off your boobs and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Okay. And the time passes, and by around 1 o'clock, you've got these guys that are just peeling bananas, giving it to the chicks. The chicks are putting it in them and doing all this crazy stuff. And, and um, man, I don't want to get into it. It was pretty traumatic stuff as a kid, but, <laughs> you know, it was fun, man. I can't so, try. yeah, so... I have a question. Uh, what, what, Marina, what's your Is question? this strip club still open? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think I'm it's open right now. So, so okay. So you grew up. Your father ran strip clubs. You watched girls put bananas up their vaginas. Then you moved to Detroit, right? And you, you and then you joined Kronk Gym, which is one of the most famous boxing gyms. See, the is thing with Detroit is, I, I don't want to get into it too much because it becomes a whole thing with. Legal issues, you know what I mean? Okay, because I'm trying to explain. So <laughs> I was talking to you. So you're from. So now you're in Canada. You're the best heavyweight okay. in Canada. You're, you've nine and two with eight first round finishes, but you're not allowed to leave Canada because of legal issues. Yeah, you know, I got I got some pending charges and stuff like that. And man, I don't know what's going on. This place doesn't. It's it's between pending charges and immigration. Like, I'm I'm in a situation where I can. I'm allowed, like, they want me out of the country, but I'm not allowed to leave the country until these charges get uh, dealt with, which I know they will, because it's, it's on all it was, honestly, is just somebody's, like, said I did something that never even happened, that I have proof I wasn't even there of, and I just have to go through the court system, because all the evidence is there, you know what I mean? Okay. So I'm kind of like, it just it's a weird situation, it's a really messed up situation, and I just... I don't know what's going on, man. I just want to do my thing, and I've, I've really, like, I've made mistakes, and I, I feel like I've cleaned up my act, and I've, I feel like I've made mistakes that honest people made, you know what I mean? Like, an honest 18-year-old, and all these mistakes I made was, like, 17, 18. By the time I was 19, I was done with all this stuff. So, you know what I mean? I'm 23 years old now, and I'm so in, deep into fighting, and I just want to have a chance to pursue that and do, do what I do best. No, I mean, it sucks. I mean, I mean you, you, you have a victory over Steve Mako, who's an Olympian wrestler, two-time national champion. You knocked out Tim Hague in a minute. You knocked out Derek Meeman in one minute. Your last fight, I watched it last night against uh, Blago Ivanov. You were winning the fight, but then you, what, you ha- you like, what happened to your, your arm during the fight? You fucked up your shoulder? So, okay, I'll, I'll get into that, too. A, a week before the fight, like two, two weeks out of the fight, um, actually, um, I felt a little discomfort on my shoulder like after my swim. And I went up to my girlfriend and I said, listen, um, something's wrong with my shoulder. And she's like, she's like, are you okay? And you want to go get it checked out? And it didn't feel that bad because I, I knew like leading up to a fight, you always go in with little pains and injuries and aches. And I thought it was just part of it. So I thought I'll push this week of training and then I have next week to taper for the fight and everything will be okay. So everything was fine, you know, up until the fight, the fight began. 
it, it wasn't until he shot that first takedown in the first round where I, instead of break falling, I kind of planted my my right hand back. And if you watch the video again, you could see on that takedown, my shoulder did something weird. It, it, it kind of like, it, it felt like it popped out of place. And when I stood up, I'm not going to lie, the first round, I didn't feel a thing. I, I didn't feel any discomfort. I didn't feel any pain. My adrenaline was gone. It was in that... It was in that minute break between the first and the second where I felt a little discomfort and I, I started to feel something wrong on my shoulders and the second round is going on and I'm trying to shake shake off both my hands so I don't give it away and I'm trying to strike and throw my jab and just just try to do my game plan and work the best that I can and then when the third started I was trying to use my hand but at one point I felt like my shoulder popped out of place and I tried to pop it back in and when he got that guillotine on me, man, I just I had no power to get to pull his arms or anything. So what was what was the doctor? What 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 did the doctor say? So what it turned out being after my ultrasounds and my X-rays is I uh, I broke on my collarbone, my rotator cuff is torn, and my belt is torn. Wow, my posterior man, that's belt, a lot my of rotator shit. cuff is torn, and my my collarbone is broken. Damn. So you so you you actually broke your collarbone in, in the first round because you kept I saw you kept doing this, Alan. You kept going like this, mm-hmm. uh, like during the fight. You you kept making these circle motions with your shoulder. So you were trying yeah. to yeah, that was that was you trying to pop your shoulder back in. You you know what it was is in the second and the third. Every time I was punching, I could hear some sort of like a tearing sound and the popping noise coming from my shoulder. Every every single jab I feel. Every single right hand I threw, I could feel it popping, and I just like it felt uncomfortable, and I felt like out of place, and I just tried to like shake it off and pop it back into place. But in the third one, where I made that big circular jerking motion, I definitely knew my shoulder was out of place, and I tried to pop it back in. Now I watched your fight last night against Anthony Hamilton. That was another. That was the, your first loss. That was one of the craziest head kick knockouts I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. I mean. Uh, and the fact that you were that you recovered from that and won eight fights in a row after that says a lot about you, because that was he he got kicked, fucking like it was crazy. What, what? I had no idea that that kick was coming at all, and it was like right at the beginning of the second. Like he just like moved his hands and threw a head kick, and I had no idea what happened. Was that maximum? Yeah. Was that maximum fight? Yeah, I remember. I remember the fighting. I remember watching that fight. Yeah. Yeah, it was MFA. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. That was, that was, cra- yeah. that was crazy. Uh, I gotta say though, hanging out with you, and I, and I told you this. Number one, I think you have to get out of Calgary. Okay, you have too much stuff going on. You have, uh, you have a crazy life, right? If you say so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I, I honestly think that you could be in the top 10 in the UFC heavyweight, especially at 185 or 205, because you you're, fight, you, you're fighting guys. At, you're, you're weighing 220. Mm-hmm. You're giving up 50 pounds and still knocking fuckers out. Left, I mean, you're killing people. But you have a lot of women. You have a lot of people around you. It seems. It seems that the trouble seems to find you. You're a big dude, and people seem to kind of wanna. And then you, you were driving 140 miles per hour. No, I, I was not. Dri- well, we were, but it, we were in the track, right? We weren't <laughs> yeah. doing it illegally. We weren't doing it on the highway. We yeah. were doing it on the track. You were so. doing it on the track, think- right? Now, uh, yeah. Now, now, <laughs> you, you got to stop doing 140 on a track in your car. That- <laughs> I get worried well, about you, man. I get I get nervous for you. Hey, man, I'm just trying to have fun, you know. I'm trying to enjoy my life. I'm not trying to put myself in bad situations. Oh, good. You know, I, you know, bad situations have really I've I've seemed to have avoided lately because I've just 
in the past three, four years, I've just stayed out of the clubs. That's all I did. That was the main thing that got me into trouble was being in nightclubs. And, you know, especially knowing how to fight. If somebody, if somebody approaches you and wants to fight, it's just your body kind of takes over and you kind of do your thing. But I haven't been in a fight in a really long time. I, I, can't, I can't remember the last time I was. Since I, since I fought, I haven't, since I started fighting, I haven't gotten into any fights with anybody. I don't want to fight, man, I, to be honest. Like, I don't want to fight people in the streets. I just I do it because I enjoy it in the gym, and it's, it's more of a sport for me than it is just fighting itself. I love competing, and I love being there and working hard and getting better every day. But as far as trouble is concerned, I'm not trying to get into trouble. I'm trying to help help myself. I'm trying to help my teammates and my family, and I just I want things to be good, man. I'm working hard for it, so hopefully it can pay off one day. Yeah, let me ask you this, man. This is Alan, by the way. Um, so if you're in the world, the World Series of Fighting right now, currently still, right? And yeah, and man. and and they most of their shows are only in the states, I'm assuming. So if you're yeah. in if you're in Canada if you're in Canada right now and you're not allowed out of Canada, what are you um what are you doing? Do you have anything planned, or how are you supporting yourself right now? If you're not able well, to fight, with, with money that I make from fighting, you know I know how to budget my money really well, and mm. I'm really good with it. I'm not I don't just go out and party and spend like crazy, but. You know, World Series is going to come back next year, and I'll have another fight for them, and we'll see what happens from there. I'm going to try to get these uh, these, these immigration issues dealt with, and so I can hopefully be in the U.S. Fingers crossed, and you know what I mean. Do do what I love to do, man, and just train like crazy. So you're looking to pretty much take the rest of this year off and get rid of all these uh, legal things you have going on, and come back next year for your next fight. My legal, my legal, my legal. Uh, issues definitely but I also want to take time to recover from the shoulder injury because it is a pretty bad right. injury and I should know whether I get surgery in a couple weeks here so if I don't need surgery then I'll jump right into rehab but if I do and I hope I don't um, then I'll have to go through that and then thankfully we have the free health care up here so I can take advantage of that yeah nice, well listen nice. Smelina listen I, I you know I'm a big fan of yours anything I can do to help you I, I will uh, you're, you're a good dude uh you know keep on keeping on keep on keeping on you gotta hook me up <laughs> hook me up, up. With, hook, but your girlfriend's sister or whoever that girl was sister you gotta hook, hook me up with that chick okay <laughs> man you just come down and I'll try to get you any girl you want even in that nightclub <laughs> night I tried to get it for you but yeah you did that fucking I know this, 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 I yeah this bartender never called whatever. me back yeah yeah I know he needs one of those banana chicks I need a, yeah give me one of those <laughs> banana Greek chicks so uh, apples bananas oranges cucumbers whatever you want them bro <laughs> <laughs> well thanks for coming on the podcast brother Thanks for having me, brother. Sorry for the background noise. I wasn't. I was just doing a workout, and I wasn't expecting it to be so fast. No worries, man. No worries. And keep up the good Thanks work. And let me, guys. yeah, I let me know. It, man. Let me know if there's anything we could do to help. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Take care, man. Take it easy. All right, that was Smilino. By the way, that. Uh, that interview was brought to you by American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com. They have the best celebrity and sports memorabilia and events, signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, and more, as well as remove it restoration. If uh, your place has been vandalized, if your place of gang members have taken over, okay, there's only one place you should go remove it restoration, 1 888 and tip a fighter, okay? These fighters are worth their fucking asses off. Guys like uh, uh, Alan and, and Marina and Smilino, uh, as well as Johnny Case, who did not pick up the phone so far. Okay? <laughs> so make sure you want to reward these guys, tipafighter.com. Tip a fighter. 
And finally, this Chimera coffee. I've been drinking this. I've never felt smarter in my fucking life. <laughs> it's premium, high-altitude coffee sourced from the Dominican Republic. It's got nootropics in it, okay? So become the legend. Use coupon code MMA Roasted, ChimeraCoffee.com. That's K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. ChimeraCoffee.com. So, more stuff. Uh, fight that just got announced yesterday. Ben Rothwell versus Stipe Miocic. That's going to be good. I think Stipe is going to take this. I like Ben Rothwell. I just think he has less mileage on him. I think he's younger, fresher, more athletic. Although you can't really count Rothwell out. But uh, I just want to see Ben win to see his post-fight interview really so i i think steve a takes it we were talking about the selling your fights and the, and the whole mm-hmm. um personality thing issue i as a fight fan i do you i like the guys that that, that you see their personality and the girls that you see their personality but to me it's got to be genuine and that post fight right. speech to me was a little hokey and it, <laughs> oh, it was funny dude that was the most even though it was terrible it was still people were still talking about it yeah it was better than just no. fucking <laughs> fat old fat guys fucking saying thank you no. you know like no, I get that, but I want to see, like, I love to see the fighter's personality, but if I, I feel like it's not genuine, if I feel like it's put on or something like that, that almost turns me off. And I felt, that's what I felt like in that, uh, in that post-fight speech. But uh, just like, uh, as far as like skill for skill fight-wise, I think Stipe takes that fight. It, it was when, 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 he, when he did his speech and then walked away, <laughs> and then John Anik went and still interviewed him, it was almost like dropping the mic and then going back and picking it up and putting it on the mic stand, you know? Like, you gotta just stay in character and walk, walk out of Oh shit! Yeah, no, we got exactly. what I'm saying is like when 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 uh, there's tons of big personalities in the fight game. McGregor, uh, he's got a huge personality, but you you sense that that's who he is. It's maybe ramped up a little, but oh, it's yeah. still him. And Ron does the same thing. And even with Chael Sonnen, it's like it's still kind of him. Yeah, it's but Ben has been around for 15 years. Right? Yeah, right. he's got to uh, do something. He, I mean, he's he's and he's one of those dudes that like like he got. Fucked up by Kane. He's come back. <laughs> it's one of his last couple fights. He, he tapped out Mitrione. Okay, but he, he's got to do something. He, he's got to get his numbers up. He, he like owns a gym. He's got a farm. Uh, he, he actually came to a comedy show and uh, he had a, a cute wife. And I was like, you guys meet on farmersonly.com? And like, giving him a hard time. So, uh, but I think his stock's up, man. I mean, as 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 weird as his speech was, love her to hate it. Like, oh, I'm excited to watch him gets, fight now. Yeah, it's like, it you know. people talking. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's uh, what else has been going on. Uh, so Ben Rothwell. Uh, oh, by the way, we're gonna have Rhonda arouse me. So there's a. a there's <laughs> oh a, man, this is gonna be fun. So there's a porn uh, parody, and the girl playing Ronda Rousey looks nothing like Ronda Rousey. Uh, have you seen her? Is yeah. she blonde? She's, she's blonde. Okay. That's about it. She has a tattoo all over her chest. Mm-hmm. Right? They could have picked a chick that doesn't have tattoos on her chest. Uh, but she's cool. But she's Ronda Rousey. But so she's yeah. So yeah. she's coming on the show. <laughs> oh, she's coming on this show. Yeah. Nice. We want to have Marina. I was about getting Ronda's mom and Ronda Rousey on the same show. But that might go bad. Uh-oh. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's gonna be kosher. Someone's arms getting. Broken. I don't know if that's gonna be kosher on that one. But I want to know. She said she's actually like, gotten character for the part. Like she's. Been been method acting studying Ronda Rousey's fights she's <laughs> worked out I, I, I want to see does she we, braid her hair and stuff or does she look? she doesn't look much like her at all <laughs> no, no. but I, I'm not really into porn parodies I, 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 when I watch porn I don't want to laugh you know I, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more just I'm like in and out you know I, I watch the dude <laughs> one time yeah, get the, <laughs> there's a difference between watching porn and using porn what do you mean I like I, yeah, elaborate, like, please. Watching right. porn, like mm. when you say, you, like if, if people like do you watch porn, I don't like. 
sit down and like make popcorn and like put my feet up on the couch and like watch porn. No, you're married. I mean, do you still watch porn? I use porn. You you use porn. <laughs> so you, 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 now, does your wife get mad that like? Because I had a girlfriend that was like, "Oh, you you watch porn? We don't want to fuck me." And I'm like, "Oh, God, I do want to fuck you. I just need, you know, <laughs> to relax. You know, like let me." She, she felt like I was cheating on her with porn. Is your wife the same way? Uh, I don't think so. I think yeah. I don't she, know. She, it's never brought it up. Uh. It's fantasy, man. It's uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. What about your wife, Alan? You guys, you guys probably watch porn together. I can see you guys watching porn. Yet. I don't comment on this, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that means yes, your wife. Is I, I, I've really, honestly, never really been into you know porn. Never You're even. So I've never even. Dude, I swear, I've never bought. I've never bought. Oh, oh a wow! Magazine. No one buys it. It's exactly. Free on the internet. <laughs> that was a, that was the easy way out of it. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> never bought a magazine. But no, I'm not really into it, man. Are, did we talk about this before? The whole like. Uh, oh wait, like, come on. So you've never abstaining so, before. So, I mean, so you that, don't jerk off the porn at all. Not really, man. Not really. I'm not really. Gonna, I'm, I don't really want to answer these. I don't really want to go <laughs> do, here. That's a do, as but, uh, uh, Bubba would say, dodgeball. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, Marina, I'm happy you watch married. porn? Of course, I watch porn. Uh, oh, she's the she only was one. like <laughs> embracing this question. Yeah. Well, no, it's. It's so a fun w- when I say watch yeah. versus use, do you watch it for the enjoyment of watching it, or do you no, yeah, use it to get off? You just no, because I like I like the like the Star Wars theme, you like or funny like the seventies theme. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. Oh, so you actually like sit down and watch the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> credits I, I, but, and everything. And then during it, are you Not like, <laughs> like, and like during it, are you making macaroni? I, I, I mean, what are you? My are previews you, are the are favorite you, part. Are you, are you fiddling the, the diddle <laughs> during the? <laughs> Are, you are right. You're stroking no. the bean. You, no, no. You're not. You're not stroking the bean during it. No. You just, you, just, you just watch it and go. Oh, that was interesting, and then leave. No, I mean I. I stay. It's my home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where would I go? You watch porn to masturbate. You don't masturbate to porn. No. You're so full of shit. Why would you possibly watch it if you're not gonna masturbate? Because it's hilarious and. You, you People get entertained by things like that. So you don't watch... You I don't watch it like every fucking day, every now and again. Fuck yeah. You just watch a porn. Hell yeah. And does, that's so weird. That's weirder Why than jerking. That weird? Because who the fuck watches porn to watch a porn? You, I mean, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> am I the only one? I, I, no, I'm, it can't just be me. Some people appreciate the cinematography. You're so full of shit, dude. <laughs> Alan, I can understand because, because he's he's you know he's got a girlfriend or wife and, and she might get upset, so he's playing that card. You're you're. Oh, am I watching it or using it? I think, yeah, yeah, like, what's the meaning of it? No, we're we're, we're, dude, we're we're on the same we're on the same page here. I'm saying I don't watch it to watch it. Like, I dude, I'm on the road sometimes. You have a need. You got to jerk it, off and you watch a porn and you take five minutes later you're done and you wipe up and then you fucking <laughs> feel like a complete loser. That's just what that's 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 what we do. You go fuck. That was stupid. You know. But otherwise, I feel like a winner. Well, hmm. well, I was saying, no, I just wanted to go the complete opposite route of what you just said. I'm, I'm saying you, you go, you jerk off, and then you, and then you, then that way, when you, when you finally get laid, you don't last 12 seconds. You know, you're, you're basically making sure that you're, that you actually last in sex later. It's training. It's training. You, you have to. It's, it's sparring Rep- session. Repetition. Yeah. You don't want to go oh out. My God. This is, I'm, it's, I'm doing cardio it's for my sparring dick. Sparring with your I'm dick. I'm doing cardio for my dick. This is my, this is my road work. I, I, I'm saying that's oh what God. that's what I'm doing yeah practice makes better yeah that's what you have to do I don't drillers understand. make killers yeah you guys are so funny uh, you're so fucking fuck Johnny Case <laughs> anyway so <laughs> just out of nowhere yeah. 
fucking guy, man. Fucking I, I, guy. I can't wait to come on your show, man. Blah 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 blah. And then I and then uh, next thing I know, he's like, oh, what, what time is it over there? Uh, Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, Trump. Are we voting for Trump? I, I'm I'm enjoying the fuck out of Donald Trump. I think he's great. I don't agree with any of his policies. America. Uh, I don't. I mean, he's 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 pro life. Come on, give me a break. It should be pro choice, in my opinion. He he's his. But he's entertaining. When he went on that debate and said only Rosie O'Donnell, uh, did you see what happened? I didn't. Okay, so I Megyn did, yeah. Kelly says to him, Donald Trump, you've called girls fat. Ugly pigs, losers, and he goes only Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> he says that during Damn. the debate. <laughs> like to me, yeah. that was thug life. Yeah. Oh, that should have been a thug life thing all over it. Like, and now he has the gay lesbian voter. Well, I mean, he well he's up seven points since yeah. the debate. I mean, he's, this is comedy. It's crazy. It's extreme comedy, and this I do not want so him to bow comedy. out of the race because the nothing will be as fun to watch. Mm. It's entertaining as fuck. I think what happened with Obama was everyone was so pro. Yes, we can change we're gonna change the world then he gets in there nothing he wants to do get passed except for Obamacare which my insurance has went up $300 since Obamacare I don't know about yours people are angry uh, you know he pulled out of Iraq Afghanistan however ISIS fucking comes up in Iraq people have been kind of jaded so at least now we have a guy who's gonna make us laugh and people are like <laughs> you know what yeah. if I'm gonna die from a heart attack I might as well be while laughing right I mean uh, uh, Tyler you're I know plenty of comedians uh, that can make me laugh. I don't look for entertainment value in a president. <laughs> I know, because some comics will be like, oh, I hope this guy gets voted in because like, there'll be so many good jokes. I'm like, yeah, but uh, no one's going to be laughing if it's World War III. Uh, true. You know? So I, I, I would not... I, dude, I, it, there's so much circus politics and dude, the stuff, that, the sound bites and stuff that he says, I get it, they're off the wall, it's unbelievable. I don't think he stands a chance. I like that he's not bought and sold for though. I like the fact that guy's putting his own money so, yeah. so, so no interest groups are going to pay for his policy. And, and, and he, he can pick whatever the fuck he wants to say. Yeah, exactly. This Boom. is true. Uh, are you, you going to vote for him? No. <laughs> are you allowed to vote? <laughs> oh, I, aren't you from Russia? Yeah, but that doesn't make me like <laughs> okay, a I, non-U.S. citizen. I wanted to make sure you're a U.S. citizen. <laughs> I'm a U.S. citizen. I have a passport. Nice. Okay. So I'm definitely not voting for him. You're not voting for no. him? No. Who are you voting for? But it's funny. I don't know. Hillary? Yeah. You're a Democrat. Am I? I don't know what you are. I don't either. All right. Alan, who are you voting for? I don't know, man. I've been so just in my training mode. I really haven't been checking out the politics lately. Yeah. Nice. All right. What does yeah. that mean? That, that, that means that... It's like, I'm agreeing with you. Pretty much. Okay. All right. So, all right. Well, it's, that was a great debate, right? All right. So, now... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So, Anderson Silva has been suspended one year. His win changed to a no contest. He's fined $380,000 for what he thinks was Viagra. He said he took Viagra, uh, boner pills. Man, I give uh, him props for being honest. Really? Why can't you take Viagra before your fights? I mean, why I mean, is that a performance? A guy wanted to get laid, but the day before the fight, couldn't get it up. I mean, concerned about wifey, had to get the job done, and now he's paying for this it. This is bullshit. Bullshit. Oh. Alan? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm first. Let me say, Anderson Silva. I'm I'm the biggest Anderson Silva. You train fan with him, right? Study. Yeah, I train with. Black but, and yellow. I'm. 
I, yeah, I mean, he's he's by far my favorite fighter ever in uh, the world of respect for him. But I don't know, man. I mean, the Viagra thing, I'm just, <laughs> I'm not really buying it. Dude. You're not like, buying yeah. it. Yeah, the lawyer threw it out there. You know, just you know, it's like a, we'll use it as a masking age. I don't know what it was, but I'm really not sure, man. I'm now, not, now I'm you sure train with Anderson. Um, after his leg injury. I mean, he could have taken stuff to heal up quicker, right? Or wasn't there stuff he could have taken to sort of uh, expedite the whole process? You, to heal his leg? Right. I know Viagra makes your bone harder, but <laughs> that's not the bone no, we're talking about. I'm saying PEDs. There are guys that t- take PEDs to recover quicker than they can. Yeah, for recovery and stuff. Um, I don't know, man. It's... Um Man, that's a uh, it, it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy to see. It was upsetting. I think Rhonda said it too. Like you know, she was so upset when the when she found out about because she was friends with Diaz and then and then watching Anderson fight. I think she said it was her one of her favorite fighters as well. So it was a weird fight to watch. And uh, when she found out about it, it was just disappointing because it's a guy that so many people look up to, you know, and and consider the goat and everything. So um, when he got popped, it, it was it was real sad to see. But man, I mean. What is that? Almost nearly a ne- nearly four hundred thousand dollar fine. Yeah. No contest. And you know when I went to this, uh, the the UFC had their summit um, a couple months ago, and they invited me. And Dana White was saying, you know, talking about fighter pay, and he was saying there's a check in the office for like two million dollars that one fighter hasn't picked up yet. And it was just he was trying to trying to pretty much say that you know there's a lot there's a lot of fighters making really big money. And I think everyone in the room pretty much knew that he was talking about Anderson Silva. And that's probably why though. You know, there's a two million dollar check over there that he hadn't picked up yet. But that was why because he was you know he wasn't like allowed to I mean it wasn't uh, for you sparring with him I don't know because you're I mean you're a pretty conventional striker but you throw some crazy shit sometimes yeah is it is it hard to spar with a guy like that yeah, well, he's uh, he's a big guy, man. For 185, you know, he's like six two, six three, long reach, and then he's he's just been doing it for so long. He's in this mode now where he really just boxes you up. You know, uh, three four years ago, if you would have sparred him, he'd have probably been kicking a lot more and throwing more knees and flashy stuff. But ever since the injury, he's really just buckled down and focused on 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 his um, boxing. And um, yeah, he boxes you up when you do spar with him. I've only sparred with him a couple of times, but really good boxing. Did you man. get the best of him? No, I definitely didn't get the best of them. But the thing is, it's, it's it's a weird thing, you know, when you spar somebody who you've kind of looked up to your whole life, yeah, uh, your whole fight career at least. It's it's like you wanna you wanna battle with them, but you don't wanna um, you don't want them to think that you're trying to outdo them. So I was I'm very respectful, you know. I didn't cartwheel kick Anderson Silva for sure, you know what I mean? And then yeah. and then he gets pissed. So I I, I only I kind of stay in the realm of I'm a good sparring partner, but not trying to show him up. Now one of your fights was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. You had a fight where it was like that blood sport kick yeah, where, yeah. where you had your leg in the air and you just kept going <laughs> yeah. and you kept kicking him against the cage. I've never seen anybody do that in a regular fight. How yeah. many times you kicked that guy? Four, four times, yeah. Four times. <laughs> now, that was... I think that's probably cooler than the cartwheel kick. I I don't know. It's pr- it's like a different version of the fuck you kick. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. keep slapping him with the foot. <laughs> what's, what's yeah, the Jean-Claude used to do it what's all the, the time. What's the fuck you kick? Uh, an example of that is when Cowboy Cerrone had um, oh, yeah. Miles Jury on his back, and it was like 15, 20 just seconds. And, and kept the, soccer yeah, kicking him. He just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Fuck, just fuck you kicked him yeah, while yeah, yeah. he was on the That ground. was what he called it. Too. That's what Donald Cerrone yeah. called it, yeah. yeah. It's called the fuck you kick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I never, I, you know, when he, yeah, he had him on his back, he was just kicking him in the leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, you knew it wasn't going to like Over like, and over and over again. No, but like, that shit hurts. Yeah. 
So when that's welts on your ass. No, absolutely. For just, days. Now when you're that's with, him sitting like this while yeah, he's yeah. doing interviews. Now Marina, when you're with this wrestler, right? Oh my does god. Does he put you on the bed and go off the top no. ropes and do like the Macho <laughs> no. Man thing and then jump onto you <laughs> no. with the boner? Maybe I lied to you. Maybe I'm not dating a pro wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that that doesn't happen. Does he wear a cape during no. sex? No, he doesn't, he doesn't no. wear a cape. No. No. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not, Out of left field. I, I'm, I'm just, no, after, after, We're talking about fuck you kicks and he's like so marina well in the bed is there a ring does he do the hulk hogan thing with the ears does he do the hulk hogan thing like like after he bangs you and he sort of like i'm a real american no he doesn't he doesn't do any of that that would be awesome right no no all right i'm just asking you what if he does why why wouldn't he do these things why would he because he's a wrestler those are cool wrestling moves do you before you get ready to do the deed do you just grab a mic and just start swooning her with comedy yes you do how does that go for you does she leave I have a boner and I tap my dick oh is this thing on I I do that I do that all the time (laughs) and then it never comes on he says hey it's great to be here no then I call Anderson Silva for boner pills Uh. (laughs) (laughs) now does he put you in a Boston crab and then put it in the butt and like (laughs) okay all right, fine I'm just uh, these are just these are regular questions we haven't you haven't regular questions (laughs) yeah this is what I would ask anybody uh huh (laughs) all right Uh okay okay I'm I'm excited for you I'm happy for you. I'm happy you found a guy that's a wrestler. That's that's fun. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what is your what does what, what your wife do, Alan? What are we talking about? What does your wife do for a job? Oh well, you know, other than take care of our son, she's a um, uh, an eyelash extensionist, an esthetician, really? pretty much. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Facials, eyelash eyelashes, all that stuff. Beauty care. She's in the beauty business. <laughs> Nice. But we have a two-year-old, so she pretty much takes care of him. Your kid's adorable. He has a half-Asian kid. Thank They're you, always man. the cutest kids ever. Thank you. I, 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 I love your pic. Your, your pictures on Instagram are so like, it's so like him with the family. He's outside with the kids. <laughs> Very kids wholesome. Playing. Oh, it's so wholesome. It's like, I mean, this is what I, mean, this is what Wait, I want. what's your ethnicity? Like, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Louisiana, and so I'm French and Syrian. My mom's French, my dad's Syrian, and then my wife's Thai, so cool. my kid's a uh, nice. big mixture of stuff, yeah. There, that's awesome. So, uh, anyway, so did, Marina, did we talk about this one. Did we talk about the? Um, did we say something? Oh about no, that? Cerrone versus Dos Anjos. Yeah, I just saw that. Wow. Uh, that's gonna be December something. December seventh. December seventh. It's gonna be free too. Mm-hmm. On Fox. Yeah, last fight of the year, I believe, in, in Orlando. In Orlando. Uh, yeah, now, who do we like? I, I, man, it's hard to pick against Dos Anjos. With After how that last good, fight, how do you pick against him? I know. I mean. And plus, he beat Pettis before. I mean, he beat Cerrone before. Yeah. Uh, so I, I liked. I hope uh, Cerrone wins. Me now, too. Do, do you train with those años? No, never train with them. But, but he he comes into the vent to the gym now and then. And man, he's a beast, dude. And he's a big, strong 55er, and um, he hits really hard, man. Like I'm just watching him hit the bag and seeing him train with some of my other 55er teammates. Um, he's a beast. And then, like you said, the performance that he put on last time uh, against Pettis, man, it's really hard to it's really hard to deal with strikers like that. You know, you have technical striking, but then when somebody's not respecting that that invisible zone there and he's just moving forward with combinations and then it, there's relentless takedowns and pressure, that's um that's kind of that that Khabib style. You know, that's that's why Khabib has so, so much uh, success cuz he throws heavy punches that lead right into the transition of the takedown and then he's on top of you with there's pressure. A lot of speculation so. though about Dos Anjos and uh, juicing. Uh, I know that, you know, he was four and four in his first fights, and since then he's been like, uh, or since people are allegedly he's taking stuff, 
uh, Cerrone said on Twitter, uh, we're fighting when uh, w- w- as soon as he cycles off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then he he said that like you know he he's been calling him a juice monkey and this and that, <laughs> saying all this stuff. A lot of fighters are saying that. Um, really? A lot of is fighters it? are saying that he's <laughs> what his head's gotten bigger. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's got you know. Yeah. I'm not speculating. That brow I'm just saying, line, though. Yeah, let's so, talk about that brow line. He's got yeah. some tough bone structure for Jesus. sure. There's a lot of speculation. So if that is true, and he does not, yeah, and the new testing is 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 in effect, and he doesn't take whatever allegedly he's taken, Cerrone all day. Uh, but I mean, he look how he fought his last fight, and test testing was already when he fought Pettis. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming he that was a pay per view fight, correct? Yeah, yeah. So that, that was, was probably we were... urine before the fight and blood after the fight. So I mean, if he passed that and and looked like that his last fight, then yeah. it should be the same. Um, it should be the same. Desanos. So, we, but the, we were at the haha that night. We watched that fight yeah, together. That was the one with Carla Esparza got oh. fucking destroyed by Joanna Janjunchek. Who I think I can't wait for that Joanna Claudia fight rematch. By the way, uh, we didn't talk about. You said Sarah McMahon was going to win, and against I, against uh, the Brazilian uh, chick. Brazilian chick Alexis, right? Uh, the girl oh, that, Amanda, Nunes. Amanda Nunez. Nunez. Yeah, we talked. No, about, I said if she can get past the first round. No, she I win. said that. That's exactly what I said. If they go, you said Sarah's going to win. And I said if she gets past the first round. Yeah, and then I agreed with you. Oh, okay, fine. But you yeah. didn't say it. I, you can't agree. Well, you oh, agreed. my God. <laughs> Jesus I didn't Christ. see the fight, but Sarah didn't get a take. Sarah never landed a takedown on her or she anything? She couldn't get She couldn't. She, Sarah, Man. Amanda's striking is to prevent that. And uh, Amanda Nunez, I mean, she went in for a body. She had a body lock. She had it all locked up. She couldn't, yeah. she couldn't get it down. She had a body lock on Sarah Nunez on and Nunez. didn't C- couldn't finish it. Crazy, and then she man. got cracked. She went in for a lazy kick. Well, I maybe mean, it wasn't a lazy kick. It was a, a kick with her hand down. Mm-hmm. And she got cracked with an overhand right. And then Sarah is such a good wrestler that some, she, she gets hurt. She goes into, like, referee's position for wrestling, which is, like, honestly, like, hands down and just bottoms fours, out. And then yeah. she's, like... Tara's like, okay, let me think about what I should do. But that's not like the. This is what's happening to Sarah. Just so you know, just in case you didn't know, this is the (laughs) thought process. Like, he knows exactly what's going on. (laughs) That's what I would do if I got hit. I'd be the the same fucking thing. (laughs) So then, uh, and then you know, so So much experience in the fight game. Oh, listen. I'm you know we used to train I'm together. I'm allowed to fuck with you too, buddy. I've watched yeah. millions of fights. Right. <laughs> and that gives you still zero experience. Okay. All right, fine. But I have wrestling coaching experience and still on, zero the, on the middle school experience. level. <laughs> <laughs> I am a great sixth grade wrestling coach. So therefore, I am... <laughs> now, uh, so yeah, so Sarah got fucking blitzed out. And I, I like Sarah. But this girl, Nunez, yeah. I think... Is going to be the biggest threat to Ronda. I, I'm not saying she beats Ronda. I'm just saying that as far as the girls that are threats to Ronda, uh, especially I think Misha Tate. I don't. I think Ronda is in her head, and I think she's just better. She knows how to beat her. She's beaten her twice before. But Nunez, one round is dangerous. She doesn't really know how to breathe correctly, so she sort of like gasses out in second round, third round. But in that first round, she's a legitimate threat to Ronda Rousey. Do you agree? Yeah. Hmm. Wow, are you sure? I agree that <laughs> no, I agree that she is probably one of the the higher tier fighters in that division that is will give her will give Ronda like more of a challenge. But as far as the end result, it's always gonna be the same. Always, so, always gonna be the same. Oh. 
Now, now, what does Ronda do then? So, say Ronda cleans out the division, mm-hmm. uh, and every see people are just like, you know what, you know, this is getting stupid. D- does does Ronda go to one forty to fight Cyborg? Does she? She's the fucking champ. She does not have to go anywhere. Okay. So then that re- answer is never going to change. <laughs> does she retire? You do all this hard work to get a to get a pound and like or to get a, a belt in a certain weight division. You're considered a world champ. Why the fuck would you go anywhere else? Okay, but if people it was, come to you, if it was if Cyborg Cy- really wants that fight, she'll make 135. If it was Cyborg, right? And it was another girl who never got te- popped for juicing, right? Because I think that also pisses off Ronda. That, that yeah, girl- because she's been she's a two time Olympian. We have gone through rigorous USADA testing like once as soon as I as, as soon as I started competing at the junior national level I had to fill out like a fucking 25 page form for USADA letting them know where I was on a certain day at a certain hour and if I wasn't there the top three people that they could contact to get a hold of me so they could test me like we know the the things that we have to go through in so, order so let's say Gina Carano says I want to come back mm-hmm. and I want to fight Ronda at 140 does Ronda do it? if Ronda wants to then she that's what she wants to do but but because cyborg got busted she's a cheater cheater I, and I, I i understand that because it seems like yeah. a lot of the girls cyborg was blitzing out if she uh, she might have been <laughs> i mean look at, enhanced. <laughs> look at the difference yeah look at her weigh-in pictures it look who knows maybe she's clean now i don't know but just look at the pictures there's it's evidence like you it's just evidence. The yeah. look test. Exactly. The like look test. she's got. No the one's look. ever accused me of taking steroids. <laughs> <laughs> ever. Ever. <laughs> oh, no, Adam, no, he's he's completely clean. No, people have recommended it to me. And they, honestly, like, Phil Veroni's like, dude, just fucking take a cycle, man. Also, <laughs> also look at Vitor. Yeah. He came off of testosterone and all that shit, like, and now look at the change in his body. And look at the change of his fighting performance. Exactly. It's it's like it's it's sad because you look at like Michael Bisbing. I think is it's it has all these guys that have beaten up Bisbing have tested even guys fights that he, he's won yeah. against Kung Lee. The guys have tested mm-hmm. or whatever whatever happened there. It's kind of sad because I I'd be pissed off if I was a guy that, like went everything straight and then these opponents like even if it's like the next fight they get busted you're like okay this guy was obviously doing shit with me I mean Vitor Belfort on TRT might have been the best fighter ever I mean the spinning heel kick he knocked out Rockhold with the Mm -hmm. the Dan Henderson fight the Kung Lee fight I mean he was just murdering people to the point where it's almost like I almost missed that guy. I wish there was a TRT yeah. division or like TRT a, a fucking steroid league. Injecta, fucking, yeah. you know, sign it up. Tell me you wouldn't watch the steroids guys. <laughs> I, would wa- I probably would watch. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you know, you're right. I mean, look at Vitor against um, um, Weidman. Weidman his last title shot. He put Weidman in, in, a, in a dangerous place. He hurt him, but maybe the 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 the, the Belfort that was using might have finished him right there, but he wasn't able to finish him. And then once he got to the ground, it was over. Um, Natural that, course of life. Right. It gave him that extra little advantage, <laughs> and you saw that with that advantage taken out, he wasn't able to put guys away as cleanly as he used to. <laughs> exactly. You know, people keep sending me dick jokes about Anderson Silva. Uh, like they just and keep... you're just relishing in it. Uh, no, no. I mean, I like dick jokes. You're like Some of them favorite. Are too easy. You know, like... favorite <laughs> screenshot. No, no. Favorite. Like, no, favorite. Favorite. <laughs> a lot of people's jokes. Even even if it's the same joke I made uh, like an hour ago, I'm just like, all right. I 
you probably didn't see my joke, and I'll, I'll still favorite my own joke or someone else's <laughs> joke. You know, I I I like jokes. That's what I do. I fucking I make jokes. Do you? <laughs> yes. I don't know. You wouldn't know since you've never been to a show. That's right. I've <laughs> never been to one show. See, see, and that's the thing. You come see me, and you'd have a whole new perspective. You'd be like, you would, you'd be like that dog that looks at you like with. You're his, like the his Anderson face. Silva of comedy. Yeah, you would. Well, no, let's look, but yeah, I'd take boner pills. <laughs> <laughs> exactly where I was going with that. But you know how, like, you know how in like Wayne's World, when like uh, every time Garth would see uh, who was it that chick? Uh, uh, Shweem. Yeah, that's how you look at me. Yeah. No. After that, like you. I like, guarantee oh. you, that's not how I would look at you. <laughs> but I, I do like the way that when you when you attend Adam's shows, you know, he gives you a shout out. He gives a, you know, d- does some jokes for you and. Stuff. Stuff. Oh, thanks. Gives you a little, gives you a little oh. love in the crowd. Oh, yeah, I got tons of love for you, man. You, you've always been supportive. You and your, your how I actually gave your hot wife a shout out too. Yeah, yeah, she my enjoyed show. it. And everyone was looking at his wife. <laughs> yes, UFC Silva. I know, I saw that. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Thank you much. We are on top of it. Thank you. I appreciate that. I know. Sean, our uh, our uh, producer just came in and told us that Brock Lesnar lost to Cain Velasquez <laughs> back in. Uh, <laughs> he is right, he is right on top of everything. There. <laughs> so, so okay, so you got to fight now. How uh, now, Alan? For your fight coming up, uh, when do you go into Syria? I know you're training. Are you doing three times a day now yet or no? Yeah, well, I'm too old to do three times a day anymore. But, yeah, I'm in training right now, man. It's like uh, October 3rd, so that gives me about seven more weeks of training. And, um, yeah, man, I'm going at it. Just I, I've been – I've found I've found something that works, you know, with the uh, the addition to Black House and the addition of Saxon Muay Thai, still with Planet Jiu-Jitsu still. And just uh, having those three camps and those coaches with me has, um, has just changed my style of fighting where I don't put myself in – you know, compromisable positions of being on my back. My defense has gotten a lot better, and uh, my wrestling has got a lot better. So, yeah, man. You know, if 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 it ain't broke, don't you know, don't change how's it. Your, so. How's your weight? What are you walking around? At? I walk around about 190. You know, fight at 170. So I, I'm not a huge. Uh, I'm a good size welterweight on on weight, but in the off season, I'm not a huge welterweight because I'm not one of these guys that gets up, you know, over 200 pounds, you know, it's just genetics or whatever, you know, I, I stay kind of, um, at a pretty lean, lean weight, but, um, this is going to be a good fight, man. This guy brings it. We're both three and one in the UFC, both coming off of, um, uh, uh, winning streaks and uh, it's on it's on a dope card man this UFC 192 in Houston you know it's um it's a stacked card man I'm hoping that you know they put me on the pay-per-view but if not I'm hoping that they put bring, me as guys the from Russia uh, right yeah the Russian guy toilet paper maybe they'll like wait online <laughs> I, I know you have to like wait online to, like are, are you like you gonna do any <laughs> no I heard in Russia you have to wait online for three hours toilet paper is that true <laughs> no no. All right. Fine. <laughs> now, is it, now, are, 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 is it gonna be like Rocky Four? Are you gonna be like? Uh, are you gonna yeah. play? Real, are, are you doing any trash talking to this guy or no? No, man. No. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure how relevant he is in the um, social media world. But uh, you know, I've been having some pretty respectful opponents the last couple, so it's been nice. Yeah, it's nice not to have to deal with that. Way, shit. Yeah, have man. To deal with some kind of douchebag coming up. Right. Right. And I've had them. I've had the guys that talk a lot of schmack. But uh, yeah, it's definitely nice not to have to deal with that. What are you shit, laughing man. about? He said schmack. Yeah, schmack. I don't know where that came from. Now, Marina, do you have any? Fi- are you, are you, are you? I'm healing. You're healing. So, how's this process? What do you think? Uh, that I keep hearing that it's gonna take me minimum of six to eight weeks. Okay. Because I have no feeling in half of my hand. So until that comes back, then. What's the course of action for healing? Uh, Physical therapy, chiropractors, and massage, all that, and so I. So you can't, can give hand jobs and have like totally like. <laughs> I keep get I keep getting the joke stranger danger. I don't stranger know. danger. Yeah, really. With, with my left hand, I don't I don't get it. 
But um, the stranger, the stranger, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I don't get it. I mean, some. It's like when you sit on your hand and then you <laughs> jerk <laughs> off. I knew he was like, no, well, you sit on your hand and then you jerk off, and then it feels like someone else is doing it. Oh, interesting. That's the stranger. Yeah, no, no. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I can't really do anything explosive in my training. I can't spar. I can't. Can't wrestle. I can't do judo. I can't do anything like that. You want to help? Co- August thirty first is my first coaching. We're going back to coaching the kids. Will you come and help out this time? I might be able to. All right. Yeah. Cool. We'll get some girls on the team. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Because I, I, my, I, I, I'm getting surgery. It was supposed to be September 20th. Now it's October 20th because I'm filming a TV show. What, the knee surgery? Yeah. You haven't, the ACL? Yeah, I still haven't You haven't had that yet? No, because I, I got to be out for like a week straight. Yeah. Like a week on, like, on crutches, like in bed. So that's, I haven't been able <laughs> on to. On crutches, like, in bed. No, in bed. <laughs> <laughs> my crutches with me So in I haven't bed. been able to schedule it because I'm working every week. Yeah. It's just fucking Some suck. people recover real fast though, man. I mean. I mean, you're going to be on crutches, no doubt, but I mean, you might be, you know, out and about still. I'm so stupid. I should have tapped, dude. I thought I had that dumb wrestling mentality, but I can get out of this. Yeah. And then, and then just pop. I was like, fuck, man. And then I was on, I, then I, was, I went for a double leg. My leg shattered and the whole, the whole class was huddled around me. I'm like, are you okay, man? And I'm like, I'm sorry, Jared. He's like, no, man, it's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. And then everyone talked about how loud the pop was. Like I heard that pop, man. I'm like, yeah, dude, fucking sucks. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. You're laughing right now. How am I laughing right now? You're laughing, and your voice is cracking. But I think it's really great that you're dating Yoko. Uh, uh, I don't know who you dating. Okay. The bad news brawler. I'm single. I'm you're not single? dating anyone. No, you're not. I'm completely single. No, you're not. You're dating uh, the Brooklyn brawler. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Really? Who's that guy? Is it? <laughs> really? Sean would know. All right, listen, that's our podcast today. Uh, it was so good to have you back, Marina. You have no idea. We, I, like, missed you. I, I Weirdly. Kept, I, 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 like, kept smelling a chair. I, I, um, honestly, <laughs> oh, no, I saw just, that joke on Twitter. Uh, yeah, someone else. That's Jeff Phoenix's yeah. joke. Uh, but, no, but you, it, it, is, it is great to have you back. Thank you. And, and it's I, great to be back. It's good to see you smiling. Uh, I want to thank Tip a Fighter. Tip a Fighter, guys. These guys are underpaid. Grossly underpaid. Okay, the Titan FC championships coming up. Uh, the Bellator guys, UFC. It's so great to see these guys. The fact that like we could actually go. You know what? Alan Jabon just won me a thousand bucks. You know what, Alan? Here's a hundred bucks. You know, Marina just won me fifty bucks. Marina, here's twenty bucks out of that. Okay, so now it's called Tip a Fighter. Tipafighter.com. I'm trying to give the tip to Marina for the last two years. Now, also, uh, still not happening. Remove it restoration, okay? Have gang members taken over your storefront. Do you live in a Jackie Chan movie? Do you live in a Jackie Chan movie? <laughs> Remove it restoration.com, okay? Call Eric. Cool as hell. Great dude. 1 888 424 9697. Remove it autographs. A-I-A-S-E dot com. Marina, you could buy her fight gear, right? From her last stuff? Yeah. Uh, they, they sell all kinds of stuff. They got Sweat and all. <laughs> sweat and all, okay? Almost left my underwear in those things. She, yeah, so that's what happened, honestly. She almost, right, you gave your yeah. underwear to... No, because, like, I just, after my, af, like, after we got back to the hotel and everything, I just, like, stripped everything and didn't realize I left my underwear in my shorts. <laughs> and then, like, when I gave him my fight stuff, I'm like, oh, shit, no, those are, those are mine. <laughs> Sorry you could buy that. Marina's underwear. No, you can't. So go to Definitely A- can't. AIAS. AIAS. E.com. 
Uh, you can get all these cool little autograph stuff that I give away. That's from them. Okay. Anytime I have a contest saying I'll give you a signed thing, that's AIASE.com. And Camara Coffee. The reason this podcast is so great, guys, Camara Coffee. I have never been more focused. I'm telling you, it's got new tropics. Okay. And this is the only, you, you drink this coffee, it helps with all kinds of stuff. It, it helps with counteract things like Alzheimer's, brain injuries, dementia. Parkinson's, those are all horrible things. This coffee helps counteract that stuff. Okay, it's got nootropics. What are nootropics? They are brain vitamins. So, ChimeraCoffee.com, uh, it'll make your whole day become the legend. ChimeraCoffee.com, K I M E R A K O F F E E.com. Use coupon code MMA Roasted. And, Tyler, where are you at this week? Uh, I just I got nothing this week actually I'm I'm slowing down my wife is getting ready to have our second baby so I'm kind of uh, slowing down on the travel but I just shot I just shot last Congrats, week a, uh, a showcase set for Laughs TV that's going to be coming out on Fox in hopefully the next month or two nice Alan where can people find you at my house, man. I'll just be, tra- <laughs> be chilling, training. October 3rd, 192. I'll be on that card. Make sure you check it out. Also, um, just hit, hit up my website, man, alan-joban.com. Alan-joban.com. It has pretty much everything that has, that's going on, including the Brahma series that was um, kind of like my own personal embedded show that led up to my last fight, and it was, uh, it was, it was very well done. It was dope. So check that out, man. Thank you for coming on the podcast, by the way. My pleasure, you, man. You, you have no fun. idea how great it is to have you on the videos, podcast. I look up to you so much. I, 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 I'm so proud of you. I can honestly say that like you're a nice guy and you're a very real guy, and uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you, brother. Uh, Marina, it is so great to have you back. <laughs> Where can people find you? Marina Shafir everywhere. And I film a movie next week. Really? What movie? Mm-hmm. It's called Spaz. It's not Ronda Arouse Me? No, it's not okay. Ronda Arouse Me. <laughs> it's a horror movie film. It's a horror movie short. Yes. And it's part of like a series. And I'm film. I start filming next week. What's your part? I'm the lead. You're the lead. Yeah. Wow. I, 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 you, you, you fuck people up. Um, I can't say anything about it. Oh, so secretive. Yeah. Well, all right. But it's like it's supposed to be like a, a thriller type movie. It's called Spaz. It's called Spaz. S P A Z. I should be. Can you movie. say uh, you can't say uh, much about the movie? But the, by by lead, are you like a good lead or are you like the evil lead? Maybe. Oh, All right. oh Jesus! All right, mm-hmm. listen, guys. I will be at the Ha Ha Comedy Club this Friday night, this Saturday night at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. Monday, I'm at the Parlor, uh, and then uh, September 4th through the 6th, I am at uh, the Hard Rock Casino in Cleveland, Ohio. So the Hard Rock Casino, I'll be performing the Comedy Zone. I also have a TV show coming out, which me, which Marina's going to be in. Uh, we have a TV show to coming out. Uh, I can't say what network, but it's a big TV show. And I'm filming a movie as well with Buster Rhymes, Layla Ali, and the dad from The Wonder Years. Uh, I'm sure he has a name. Uh, but it's going to be uh, called Gun, G-U-N, filming that. I'm playing a boxing announcer, like a Max Kellerman type because of my... Boxing announcement experience. So yes, I just remembered. I'm gonna be at the Burbank Comedy Festival all next week. Monday, I got shows Monday, Tuesday, Saturday. I'll be at Flappers Comedy Club uh, at the Burbank Comedy Festival. And you can find Tyler at tylerbow.com, tylerbow.com, or do tylerbow uh, on Twitter. At yeah, Tyler at tylerbow, b o e h. Uh, this Monday, next Monday, the podcast we have. Um, uh, we have uh, Greg Wilson and Bubba back on, and then we're having an Invicta phone call between um, uh, our girl, what's, uh, what's, what's the, 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 the champion, uh, the, the Invicta uh, 
what's her name? Uh, the girl, Ty- Tanya Ebinger. Ooh. And the girl she's fighting are, are doing a conference call on the show. Mm. So uh, this girl is from... Like, this is on Monday. On Monday. Do you want to come in for that? I might be able to. Oh, uh, okay. So <laughs> it's going to be funny. You're going to stir up some drama. Oh, it's going to be funny because... Uh, <laughs> Tanya's uh, hilarious. Yeah, the girl, is, her name Her name is Panny Sexy Scramble. Uh, she's fighting for the title. She's from Copenhagen. And if you look at her thing, it's <laughs> Panny Kienzad. Uh, she has really funny things on on things where she uh, she's she uh, I don't know if English is her first language, but she's like one of her tweets is I figured out the secret to keeping men butt bombs. Wow, you guys make must be shocked. Now make me a sandwich. So she butt bombs men. This girl. <laughs> what does like, that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> He's like I want to find out. <laughs> we, are, we, we are gonna find out what a butt bomb is. That's the secret to keeping men. So we're having that's a, either really awesome or really bad we're having a conference call on the show on Monday it's gonna be funny so uh, 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 I talked to Shannon Knapp she's very excited that we're doing this so um, thank you for coming to the show or listening to the show it should be up tonight thank you Sideshow Network for, for being here for us this is so much better now this on is such side, a nice studio on Sideshow and it's out that night the podcast is out the same night how, wow. fu- how fucking cool is that we don't have to wait four days so thank you very much take care and have a great weekend